Hard drive has videos now. Hard drive has videos now. They're stepping it up in this world of onion territory. They're now, now taking their share. They need to do videos for about a year. And then what I want to see is the, the sex house dredge report equivalent of like the tester or, you know, something like that. Sure. Sure. I would I would love a drudge report that is like so I found this Super Nintendo and it's not a Super Nintendo it's like right it's like a sandwich Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 development time was the equivalent of a human sneeze it really was <laughs> uh, so Willie and I were gabbing about hard drive having videos right before the podcast started and we then it's got not to, subtle anymore then we got to talking about how hard drive totally follows us on twitter it's not subtle anymore and it's like it's a call out i was like hey remember those articles that i was really suspicious were like personally targeted i am now much much more suspicious that they were personally targeted the one in particular that got me real bad was i haven't played this rpg in like 10 days i might as well just start my whole file over (laughs) and i was like ah Ah! it's becoming really (laughs) really clear what's going on without actually confirming it at any point and all we get to do is sit here and just feel the acid burn oh just you just get to feel it as it happens and you're like you're being called out this is basically this is these hilarious articles are being are based on our real life misadventures obviously it's not just us it's they're mining the whole internet there was one but it might be a little bit cocky to think it is once there's one that you're like i'm suspicious i then now begin to think about ones that are obviously have nothing to do with shit and i'm like but what who is this every because there was the one last week that was i quit my i quit my boring stable office job to have fun my dream of 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 working on my indie game for three years and it still sucks and i'm like oh dude oh oh fuck fighting game player is too good to play with friends but not good enough to do anything in tournament (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Like it it's anyway. That felt <laughs> that felt targeted. I can't like huh. oh anyway. So there's there's all you can't it's conceded to say that it it's it is it is has for sure. Wooly. But fuck man. We say a lot of conceded things on this podcast. I don't know about you. But I invented dogs. I don't remember why I invented dogs. I don't know how that happened. But I remember saying that. It's it's because every new one is pertinent to something currently happening. Yeah. Right? It's always something currently happening. And when you're blow, I mean, fu- like, anyway. So, God bless. Godspeed. I good. eagerly await more hard drive videos. The video content. I'm glad to see it's that. It's good stuff. Yep. 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 The Onions videos for all the longest time have been pretty fucking great and uh, game focused. I've talked. Is a good idea. So the hard drive. I should have known that this was possible because there is an there is my favorite Onion video of all time. That was a article. You remember the, Onion used to do articles first, and mm-hmm. then the really big ones got turned into videos. Videos. Yep. It was like six years ago, and it was it, le- the, was it, it, it paid paved the way for hard drive. 
And it was... You told me about this, and I don't remember. It's my favorite Onion one ever. Ninja Parade? No, it's... Sony releases a stupid fucking piece of shit that doesn't fucking work. <laughs> and it's like, Sony released your new piece of fucking shit that doesn't fucking work today, and customers are already screaming in frustration at this motherfucking time vampire. Right, time and vampire. it's got the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the fake head of CEO, uh, the fake head of Sony standing there. It's like, we really want people at home in unison screaming, Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Why won't you work? Why won't you work like a normal machine? And then he like, you know, when they when they they talk the news talks, but in the background, someone's doing something. They're talking about the sales. And in the background, the guy's like got a remote and he presses a button and goes, Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. The origin of ta- time vampire. And that yeah. was. maybe a month after i saw no no it was before it was before i went to your house and saw in your device list why won't you work yes which made me lose it all over again (laughs) i don't think i'm gonna change that anytime so you know what you still have that uh, that's yes yes (laughs) until it starts working that device will remain. I remember. I, I think my favorite part of that is I don't know what it is because you won't tell me because you always say, "What does it matter? It doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. It's nothing." <laughs> anyway, it's a fucking printer, isn't it? No, uh, it's not. Damn it. Um. So yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, I guess we actually can attempt a, a normal recording, uh, based on the fact that there is now quiet. However. Uh, no promises, because at any given point, at any given time in this city... A meteor may fall through the sky and construct. Dude, I, I, it really... It felt like... You know, in rival schools, uh-huh. when you call in... Uh, the you, you do the assist super where you grab the legs and they grab yep. the hands and then you slam the person do down know on that. the ground yep. as hard as possible. It felt like that was happening over and over and over to the, again to the, the space, just like nonstop. It was quite aggressive. I, I, I described it as Mario butt slams, but you know, uh, it just anyway it picked up. But we're good now, so away we go. No promises for next week, which will not be live. No. Uh, in fact, well, yeah, let's address that off the top. It won't be live because uh, I'm traveling to the future. Mm-hmm, uh, yes. We will no longer be constrained by uh, the present and its chains um, because in in Japan, you're in the future. Yeah. So I'll be in Japan um, heading there for two weeks and uh, we're still going to have a podcast. Yeah, it just won't be live because it'll be, be a fucked stream. up because so, it'll be like midnight or some shit over yeah. here. So we'll just do a Discord, and then I'll, like, do it like usual, like like we used to do. Yeah. Way back when, right before the back stream. Back in the day. When things were cool. The, uh, that's the, that's the song lyric. Uh, <laughs> it, it was basically. Yes. Uh. Song. Audio only. You know, whatever. Back in the day when things were cool. It's a song. It's a music. It's all right. It wasn't for you. It doesn't have to be for me. It doesn't have to be for you. But that does mean I'll look at you with this face of like, uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. I, um, I completely understand. So uh, we'll just do an audio only. I'll record at a time frame when it makes sense for me and it makes sense for him. You'll then we'll make the, the, the five hours in which both of us will be awake at the same time. Try to line up the shots. 
pew. Dark. Space. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, those will go up. Same thing for the next week after that as well. Uh, pr- you know what? Let's be real. If Let's, I'm looking at that How calendar, real are we going to be? If I'm looking at that calendar. Are you coming back on like a Sunday? I'm, yeah, which means a Monday. Yeah, which so, means get fucked. Uh, actually, no. No, no. I'm coming back. Ooh. No, I'm coming back to the past. Yeah. Gotta go back. So you'll essentially Samurai arrive Jack. the day you leave. Yes, which means if I wait the next day, <laughs> it'll be Tuesday when I'll be able to record the podcast normally again. Okay. So, yeah. That'll just be a Tuesday so we'll do that. Cast, so it'll be Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Or whatever. Flood, yeah. Whatever the fuck. No, it'll be Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. You can you can you can follow my Twitter and get the updates. It'll be you could do that. It'll be very clear. That's at uh, Wooly Versus. Is it or is it Wooly Wools? I'm just just pretty much like Wooly Wooly Wools on Twitter. It's, it's the Wooly like there's there's another Wooly on Twitter, but that doesn't matter. It's like just why? one. But it's fine. Um, what'd you do? What I do? Uh, I did two. Want to talk about two things? One briefly, and one uh, until you fall asleep. And then I can rub my balls in your furniture. Uh, the first one that I want to talk about, I'll be very careful because... Boy, this game's easy to spoil. I can't... I've never played a game which is easier to spoil ever. Because... I was, like, spoiled by accident on Twitter by somebody just talking about deep sea creatures. Um, Outer Wilds is fantastic, 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 amazing. And last week, I played through a sequence that I will describe as the secret of the quantum moon. You told me just now that this is this was as surprising as the actual as the, main mechanic. Yep. That's incroyable. So, there will be a minor early game thing. But there is a planetary body in Outer Wilds known as the Quantum Moon. And, Wooly, if you played uh, it for any the game for any length of time, you very most likely saw it. But it's difficult to notice because it is a moon that changes orbits. Mm-hmm. And is often just not present. Mm-hmm. And everything about it is crazy space logic. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of the first half of the game is just reading up and going to different locations and figuring out how does that thing fucking work? The 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 rules of time and space in and around it are nonsensical. Does the tutorial introduce you to concepts that might be helpful? It does. How about that? It really, really does. Mm-hmm. One in particular. Yeah. It acts like that. Yeah. If you don't observe it, it disappears. Yeah. Which becomes extremely problematic when you attempt to leave because it instantly f- flies away. Or if you leave orbit, your ship is 180 kilometers away from you. Um, but all it is is it is a nonsensical cosmic entity that all it, all the game wants you to do is get to one physical location on it. And it is the hardest fucking thing in the game because it makes no sense. Okay. Like, it gives you, you arrive and it gives you three rules. And it says you need to know this, this, and this in order to arrive at the destination you want. And I go, I don't know what that means. 
I literally don't even know All what three. it's what it's telling me to go learn. <laughs> what does that mean? But then after traipsing your ass through the fucking uh, solar system and discovering what that meant, what that meant, what that meant, the solution to the riddle is so laughably simple that I could not believe it. You know what? But it would be impossible to determine without that foreknowledge. And it's this massive revelatory moment that I don't think I have ever had in a game, ever. Like, remember the ending of Braid? Can I stop you? Yeah. To say the name of the game? Mm-hmm. The Outer Wilds. Yeah. Did we Did we say it? Yes. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking without actually saying it. Yeah, no, I said it at the beginning. Yes, okay. Um, I think I did. I did I? Did I? Okay. I did. Okay. Um, it is it is like the biggest fucking light bulb over my head, galaxy brain, like <gasps> thing I've ever done in a game. Okay. Like the ending of Braid was like half of of this. Okay. And it is it is it's the best. They put out a patch for it recently, in which they changed like four lines of dialogue in the entire game because there was one puzzle. That was really, really, really fucking unclear because mm-hmm. of a single mm-hmm. word mm-hmm. was not there. Mm-hmm. And the word like that the word was you go to something and it teaches you how this station works, like how this me- mechanism works. Yeah. And at the end of it, they patched it to say this is how this station works. It's like basically it goes a gun. The, uh, it goes. This Beretta fires a bullet when you pull the trigger, and then the, it got amended to this Beretta fires a bullet when it fires the trigger. All guns work like that when you fire the trigger, which tells you, oh, yeah. I don't have to solve the puzzle here. Yeah. There's another one yes. out there, yes. which terminology in, in, a, mm. in a game that takes place in a miniature solar system that has many locations that are not actually on that map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fucking deal breaker because I was trying to solve a puzzle that was like thousands of kilometers away. Of course, yeah, and and whatever you learn, um, being applicable to the entire world is a very, uh, it's a very Jonathan Blow concept. Yeah, the witness basically takes that and runs with it very hard. But yeah, it would be very easy to think that this is localized to the planet you're on or so. the device that you're or using, the room you're standing in, right? Sure, yeah, uh, because it's all sorts of goofy shit. But, like, I was doing stuff like fucking taking pictures of my television with my phone to get coordinates and, like, exploring non-Euclidean space and just, like, Hmm. it's so fucking good. It's so good. And yet so quiet. The Epic Game Store thing really just made a lot of people just turn that off. Xbox. And, and half the time, pe- yeah, but you know how. Game Pass. The other thing is that people still think it's Outer Worlds. Yeah. Still. Yeah. The 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 wiki page has a disambiguation and I said on it, it. I said it last time, but like, especially now with this redoubling of like the quality, which considering I've touched it myself and I, I believe that. The visual style does it no favors. Like, really, I like it quite a bit. It's cute, and it it, it is kind of cute, actually. Yeah, right. 
And it's very Firewatch-y. Yes, it very much is. It's very rounded, very TF2 almost. But it's still low quality. If that, I don't think that's the word you want to use. Mm, I really don't think that's... Maybe. Low fidelity? <sighs> not expensive looking? It's a little cartoony. And yeah, it is not expensive. <laughs> I don't know what the word... Yeah, it, there's some, it looks... Looks like an indie game. Certainly. Yeah. You know? But, that, but that, yeah, not... Not low quality, perhaps not that word. The, but there's something to that where, without having those mechanics, uh, those those are things you have to discover. Yeah, which is the magic of how good it is. But when you uh, uh, when you look at it just in video and screenshots, mm-hmm. someone might not necessarily go, "Oh yeah, let's go find out what's going on there." Yeah, you might definitely throw that in a pile of other games you're going to ignore. It is absolutely a game that will live and die on its word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which sucks mm-hmm. because nobody wants to talk about all the coolest shit in the game. Mm-hmm. I would love reason, yeah. to do a spoiler cast with you, but I would not dare yeah. talk to you about the actual method of solution on anything yeah. with you before you beat everything in the game. Yeah, it's re- it's charming. Charming is a good yeah. word for it. It's it, it definitely is that. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't stand out from other indie games enough to like grab and the name doesn't help you. Like either. for fuck's sake, Willie, we're sitting here and we both still refuse for the games for your own enjoyment's good to describe what the game's actual core mechanic, mechanic is. is about. And it's really worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's such a big pop. Yeah. That's And good on them for not like well, no, but I heard that they do push that in they the storefront. They do front page. have it in the storefront. Yeah, so you do get to see what that is, but it's so much better not knowing. Yeah. So much better not knowing. It's like uh, Undertale has the thing in the first in the trailer where it's like uh, the RPG where nobody has to die. You can fight battles peacefully, right? Uh, but uh, most of the people I know, including me, went in going, This is a game. Oh, it's a game. Oh, I can be not. Oh, I'm going to try and do yeah 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 yeah. it's better off to go and expecting normal and getting something different for sure so fucking stellar literally also but a plus Mm -hmm. like (sighs) i read a piece of dialogue off of a single stone tablet yeah and went wait huh is that true and then i just looked out into the skybox and went Holy shit, that's been happening the whole time, and I just never saw it. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of comparison I want to make to discuss, like, the one other game I can think of with a similar premise. And I know you know the exact <laughs> the one. one I'm yeah. thinking of. Um, and That Zelda game? And how this is so much more, in- and how this is do- does a lot more interesting things. Yeah. Uh, by, like, trusting the player more. You know, there's there's an astonishing amount of player trust. There's only one thing the game does to give you a hand, which is if you missed out on a critical piece of information or dialogue or text or whatever, when you leave a location in your ship's log, you'll get a little asterisk that says, go back. You really missed something. Yeah. Because it's important. Outer Worlds was announced after... This was out. There. It was. This was being in development for six years. Okay. Apparently, was headed up by the company run by a uh, Time Stop Man in the Heroes TV show. Oh, Hero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well. Ah. 
no kidding. He went into games. Yeah. Crazy. Cool. Well, anyway, um, yeah, this is uh, that's just then one of those unfortunate things where you had a name and someone bigger came along and used something similar. I doubt the sitting guys even knew. knew or cared. Yeah, they they picked Outer not. Worlds yeah. and then they hit the trademark searcher yeah. and they came back clean like good for sure. For sure. You know when when David Bowie says his last album's name is going to be Black Star, what the fuck? are most deaf and Talib supposed to do about that? <laughs> like, just, you sit there and take it. It's not your name anymore. You know? Um, Johnny Cash says he's gonna cover your fucking Nine Inch Nails song. What do you do, Trent? You're just not your girl anymore. <laughs> She's gone. You know? That's it. So, yeah. that's. But it's not even the same name. It's just similar enough to confuse people. Yeah. You know? So, the fact that, like, streams of it lead to accidental people sh- showing up to go wait what had this game out six months early you know yeah what? like imagine if i had a game that came out called bioschlock <laughs> you know? and it was it was just about some crappy goopy bio slime yeah you know what are you gonna what are you gonna people everyone's clicking on that stream oh wow the new bioschlock what you know? wait it's by Sh- <laughs> like uh-oh yeah, and it's just like, I was here first. Yeah, well. Too bad. It's schlock time now. Rational games no longer exist. What are you guys going to do about it? I hope this game does really well. I hope that... Uh, word of mouth, live or die. I hope word. Of, I hope the word of mouth off of the Epic Game Store helps this game succeed on Steam, uh, I don't know, six months from now. And I hope people are picking up the console versions because it's, it's, it's fucking great. I agree. Uh, when the, I think honestly, its best shot is gonna be when it lands on PS4. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, in the meantime, you know what you're doing right now? What's that? Word of mouth. Yes. This is, this is literally word of mouth. It's a good right game. Now, you should so. play it. Yeah. Outer Wilds is fantastic. Um, and, like, I keep bringing it up, but it really is for anyone that, like, doesn't want to deal with the Epic Store on this. Uh, if you do have a Game Pass. Which is, you know... Does that go through the Windows Store? Uh, I don't know. It might. <sighs> That's the one thing, because the Windows Store is the one it, place even worse. It Wait, it might, because, like, um, I remember, I was like, because Austin used it, and uh, he had, he was looking at a list of games on his on his computer, but, like, it's an Xbox feature. So, it might, yeah, totally, I think it's totally both. But, um... If you, uh, if you have one of those, you, the can, you can do it that so way, The Windows Store is so bad, I hate it. Yeah. Mm. You, know. you know what's really funny about the Epic Store? Yeah. I don't know if it even counts as news, because it's so God, minor. I'm so fucking tired of talking about it. But, like, I know, but, wow, I'm not as tired, because I, I enjoy this kind of misery. But a friend of the show, Randy Pitchford, uh, won Borderlands 3. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We talk about him all the time. How could he not be ever... Is that... How could he not be a f- uh, appreciative of the attention? Can't throw that title around willy-nilly. Yeah, I, I can do whatever I want. I'm, you can't stop me. But anyway, so... Um, talks yes, about. I can. <laughs> Shut up! I very expressly can. Okay. Go well, on. All right, so... Uh, he was like... When Borderlands 3 got announced for the Epic Store, he's like, listen, everybody, I know... I know you're mad because Epic Store. And the Epic Store right now, it's, it's it sucks. It's a bad store. But... I mean, Borderlands 3 isn't going to be launching on this Epic Store. 
it's going to be launching on the Epic Store in September, and that store is going to have a cart and preloading and cloud saves and all this good stuff. So you know, if Borderlands, you know, it's, it's going to suffer if you know the store's bad then. But I, I have faith. And like they just announced today, the Borderlands Three will not even have a preload on the Epic Game Store because I don't think the fucking store supports that. Uh, didn't they also announce that the the rework of the store has been delayed? Yes, so. that was last week, but we did talk about it because it was because I know you get I know you get tired of it, but it's like it was. I had a little I had a giggle. I'll admit I had a little giggle about You're it. Having a giggle, mate. I had a, I had a little bit of a giggle You're about it. A giggle, mate. That's like yeah. the fuck are you delaying. Put in a fucking shop. Can we get some fucking web man? You know, internet person. To email the show and be like, I could literally make that in one hour. <laughs> Can we get confirmation on that? Because I feel like there have got to be people in listening within the sounds of our voice that have technical expertise on this kind of website slash store, whatever the fuck, that would be able to go. An e-commerce shop. Yeah. A uh, 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 template. A hacker yes. man that would be able to go. I could hacker man that together in two seconds. Can we get that, please? I appreciate I, I, it. I helped a friend of mine make one of those back in the college days. Yeah, and see, it there took you him go. About a month. But that was back in the college days. And that was and that one was, guy. That was you, and you were the college wooly. Yeah, much dumber wooly than you are now. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, we were all dumber then. But I'm funnier. Yes. I'm way dumber, and I'm way less talented. <laughs> and my brain is slower and I and 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 overall it's a it's a level down. Yeah. It's a really it's a big debuff. But my but, co- my comedy muscle has flexed. Yeah, hey, listen man, you got you got hey. It's so, good. Getting older's not so bad. Super worth it. Yeah. Mhm. I have less hair, which I knew that was going to happen. So, could but, you ima- like anyway. What no, no, do it. Do it. Fuck it. I want to hear what you were going to say. Could you imagine if we weren't funny? Oh. <laughs> mm. What do you do? My life would be very different. You've been, you, there's <laughs> nothing. What do I have in nothing. terms of usable skills? There's well, I, I mean My I guess, old job is a robot now. I'd be playing like fighting games still, I suppose. You'd but. be you'd be rising the ranks in QA probably. And I'd be like begging you for like a entry job get out of the grocery store um i'd be getting 33rd place at at tournaments not yeah. top 32 no i'd be getting yeah. to that miracle just get, outside get, of relevant get 33 tattooed on your arm and then start talking about how you're planning to get 33 in every tournament that's the number you like gets the goal you could you could you couldn't you know yep you could have done it but you threw that you threw that finals out of pools match you threw it it's it's important to you that you get number 33 because it's got a three. Well, and anyway, a good number. Hooray for the current reality. Yeah, that's all right. It's okay. So the other game that I'm going to talk about a little bit now, Wooly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm just trying to be gentle on this because I know your brain. I can see it in your eyes already. I haven't even mentioned the game. So remember last week when I was like, somebody told me to get back into Destiny Two, and I was like. That's fucking stupid. You're fuck. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. The fuck are you talking about? I'm already playing, so I'm back in Destiny Two, right? Full on. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, the new thing happened. Because no, actually, there was news. 
No, that was ages ago. No, there was a story. There was so uh, I'll 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 catch you up. On yeah, that. there was a story so that I just the did. expansion came out a while ago mm-hmm. and that improved the game significantly. Mm-hmm. And then they announced that because they told Activision to suck their ass, mm-hmm. um, that they were moving everything to Steam mm-hmm. and that half the game is going free to play and they're doing all sorts of mechanical things. So uh, I have friends that still play Destiny. It's like, eh, is it good? And they're like, yeah, it's good. So ah, fuck it, I'll hop on and. Uh, so I'm playing the old expansion that came out a while ago, and other than I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty. Other than yeah, it's much better. It, it it's very 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 clear that there were heated chair throwing arguments in office rooms about how that game was to be designed between the design team and the publishing. And now that that's not a problem anymore, there. So I'm playing through Forsaken, which is before all the Activision news broke. Forsaken like, King? No, just Forsaken. Okay. Uh, a lot, like, just way before that broke. And I can tell right away, it's like, oh, this is the moment that communication broke down. And the they were going to buy back the game's IP mm-hmm. and all this shit. Because, and I dug into the background because I think it's fascinating. One of the things that was a problem with Destiny 2 is that they didn't even want to make a sequel. Activision wanted sequels. And they said, no, we just want to have like an MMO. We want to call it an MMO. So the the 10-year thing wasn't a lie. Yeah, they wanted it to be, hey, look, it's a big big game, right? Yeah. And Activision's like, no, you want one fucking sequel. Put a fucking number out on the shelf, man. And so they ended up tossing out old work and redoing things and focus testing shit. But the the easiest thing to focus on was that the tone in Destiny 1 was really weird and space mystical, too serious shit. Yep. It was way too much. And then Destiny 2 comes around. I don't know if you saw the TV ads. They all had the Nathan Fillion smooth-talking robot in them. Every single fucking TV ad had jokey Mick Firefly robot. Because Tyrion's gone. Uh, called, uh, yeah, uh, called Cade. And he was Joke Man. And there was like a character in the main campaign who was like a crazy old scientist that I'm pretty sure was based off of Rick. There was a, there was a fucking, uh, computer that was nuts, like bipolar kind of thing. And it was like, it was written way, way, way more humor. The launch trailer had dancing. Yeah. But the humor was terrible okay it was so it was cringy it was non-stop cringy and it actually had people going i really honestly even wish it was the nonsensical take it too seriously space mystical magic drama shit it was before we're trying for the mcu flavor but they, the people that are doing this are not funny it became really obvious that they were absolutely trying to actually do exactly that somebody told them people like that iron man Iron Man's funny. Yeah. Right? So, let's take a comparison between this and Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds hides most of its secrets deep. Mm-hmm. Deep, deep, deep. The fucking... Because of the... Because they're proud of that game. <laughs> then they should be. The selling point and the box art for this expansion, which came out a while ago, is Cade dead. Joke Man... He's shot in the chest and dies. And the first trailer that came out is him making a smarmy joke and dead. Like that. And the first mission 
Even the way they present it. The first mission starts with him like lost and about to get shot in the face. And then it flashes back in time and he does all sorts of silly jokes. And then you catch up to him being murdered. And then you get to the funeral in which a character walks forward and goes, he always had the worst, dumbest jokes. I wanted to laugh, but they were so terrible. I never could. And you're like, and it's so. Like on the nose, Just calling it out. Yeah, it's so overt. Yeah. That's no. That's that's the time we live in a time <laughs> when the best way to handle that is to just call it out. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking weird. And then you play it, and it's like, oh, they actually improved a whole lot of stuff. A whole lot of stuff. It's what I wish. That's the one thing. <laughs> that's not the one thing missing from DMC Five. Yeah, but. Uh, of the things missing from DMC5, I really wish they would openly throw two under the bus in the game. I would they love do, it. but it's too subtle. It's a little too subtle. What the motorcycle? No, there's a there's a book in the background of one of the band's shots that has all the years listed. Uh, like a DMC one, like the time I think it's 1991. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, 2001. Yeah, it's listed as Malay Island. Yeah, and so and then at the end, in the middle or whatever, it's like 2001, and I think it's it it says something a little disparaging. It goes the the weird years or something like sure. that. But that's it. It's just that tiny little the backstory novel like makes reference to Lucia and shit. Like it's yeah. all out there. I just yeah, I would like more overt and clean shade so know? like if yeah, yeah. if i had played this back at the at the time i would have come to one of two conclusions either that they were totally in the process of of killing the game entirely like this was going to be the end of it and then bungie was going to fucking bail or that somehow they renegotiated their contract with activision turns out it was neither of those things this was in the time where they were in the process of buying the game back from uh, Activision mm. and make uh, setting the groundwork to go to Steam and and change the whole thing. Um, it's kind of nuts. So it's it's weird because you know when you talk about MMO, well, you know when I talk about MMOs. Thank you. Uh, there's two types of things that change over time. One's the thing that you buy the expansion for, which is story stuff and whatever. You're going to go to this location, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then there's the systemic stuff that they just roll back onto the whole game. Mm-hmm. The weirdest part about Destiny 2 is that all the exciting stuff is this the, the, the big overall system changes and not the big fancy new shit. Um, were you spurned on by the email we read a, t- a week or two ago? No. Because some remember that where like the person wrote in about all the changes in Bungie? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so wasn't that, that. That might have a little bit, but the main thing was that somebody, I forget even who it was. It might have been DK? Might have been DK Diamantes? Uh, but um, somebody on my timeline was streaming it. And I went, really? Hmm. That person's not stupid. DK's like a smart guy and likes to play fun video games. And he's he's like a Warframe YouTuber as well. So I'm like, huh. That that it was like, you know, the the somebody who I would have expected to have dropped it kind of thing. Um 
but yeah, it's so weird because like all the like I don't you know the expansion that's going to come out alongside the Steam release. Yeah, you go to the moon and you're going to fight zombies there. That's fine. Whatever. Honestly, the stuff that is actually interesting is they're changing how all the stats in the game work and they're changing how gear acquisition works and they're changing they're killing the microtransaction store. Uh are there is there a new level cap? Yeah, there's always a new level cap. Okay. So what does back in mean? Uh in terms of me yes. or okay, back in means I'm playing it at all. Holy shit, that's coming down. Yeah, it's raining. All right. Is that I'm playing it at all and I'm very much enjoying it. Okay. Um it's, it is in rotation. It's back into the rotation. So I'm in a, I'm in this very weird place with all these types of games in which well Warframe doesn't count cuz it doesn't have a raid activity, but there's always like the super high-end raid activity for this kind of genre, right? The you're gearing up. Why are you gearing up? You're gearing up to go fight that, right? But I don't have particularly with streaming, I don't have the actual time slots to slot in two, three nights a week for three, four hours a night to fail at something. Well, because your rotation consists of other time vampires as well. No, no, no. That's not even what I'm talking about. Hey, Wooly, you want to you wanna get into MMO rating? No. Well, okay, fu- yes. Imagine. Yes. Fucking imagine. I would love nothing more. Okay. You're going to have to clear the, the most common like raid rotation or whatever it would be for yep. learning a fight is three nights a week. For about three hours. Okay. That's the nice, stable, I'm not going to burn out time, right? But the time when other when seven other people are actually going to literally be fucking free to yep. do shit yep. is 7 p.m. to midnight on weeknights. Yeah. Which is when I work. Yes. So I'm not going to do it. And the other thing is something that fighting game or competitive like you know that kind of thing doesn't have something which is the feeling of me and my guys have been fighting this raid for three weeks and i have blown nine evenings and we still haven't fucking i have actually nothing to show for it yeah which is a type of frustration i can't impart to you because you have no frame of reference but it sucks ass it's not great so instead of doing that, I've, uh, yeah. Instead of doing that, or you know, like, I've been playing this guy for two years and I still can't beat him. I've got one for you, and oh, it's relevant. What to is the, it? What uh, is I'll it? Jump in because you said you're like, oh yeah, three nights a week, three hours, right? Progress and so on. Um, I mean, I'll get into it later when it's my turn. But I have been fucking like deep diving Samurai Showdown. Okay, hard. Uh huh. And the more I learn. The more futile oh, the no! endeavor becomes. Ah! But we'll get there. Okay. So instead of instead of picking one game, which would probably be 14, <clears throat> and time vampiring it to a, the big, big goal, I then spend going, okay, instead of that, I'll, ta- I'll use what would be that raid time and put it into a different time vampire so yep. that at least I can enjoy the gearing up yep. process. Yeah. Uh, but Destiny raids are also more casual. They're a lot easier than a proper MMO raid. Is it a game that you can... No, it, it's, it didn't strike me as a game that you could, like, multitask while playing. Destiny? Yeah. Like, uh, well, that's going to depend on the particulars of any particular person. I feel I am a relatively good multitasker. 
And Destiny is a hell of a lot easier to multitask than something like a proper MMO. Because in Destiny, you're running and jumping and shooting and throwing grenades, right? Yeah. In Final Fantasy XIV, if I'm playing Samurai, I'm running my 28-point, like, 28-step Samurai rotation while doing multiple movement mechanics and communicating with a group. I guess it's just every time I saw someone playing, like, WoW with all the macros and things set up, it felt like it was playing itself. Well, that's because WoW sucks. Ah, it's too easy. It's too easy. Um... Well, every every one of those games, it's one of those weird things. Every one of those games will look similar from the outside, mm-hmm. but they all, in their actual focus, will all be wildly different. So, Street Fighter V is big on counter hits. Loves counter hits, right? Mm-hmm. What is Samurai Showdown about? It's about neutral, mm-hmm. right? From an asshole, idiot, dumb, dumb perspective... They probably look pretty fucking similar. Yeah, but one, yeah, crush counters or something else, right? So, yeah. And whereas WoW is about, I don't know what WoW's about. WoW sucks, but FF14 is a lot about a lot of movement mechanics. Mm-hmm. A lot of everyone has to stand in, in the right way and then move in the right way to dodge mechanics simultaneously. Um, Twenty-eight samurai step rotation sounds pretty fucking cool, though. It, it well, it's, it's whatever that is. <laughs> Those Wooly, are nice words strung together. Wooly, you know how in an MMO you have a lot of buttons. Yeah, you got to hit them in the right order for the damage to go big. Great, that's it. Okay, you want to do your combo that boosts your speed, then you want to do your combo that boosts your damage, then you want to do the big hit, then the secondary big hit, then you want to cash it in for the big the the off global cooldown big hit. Yada 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 yada. With with Holy Order Soul, if you do the deadly rave Neo style combo, it ends with an instant kill. Yeah, but you got to do it perfectly. So, gotcha. It's the total opposite of like a fighting game mentality because in in a MMO idealized raid situation, there would be no variability whatsoever. In attempts, you would be literally, it'd, it'd be like baking. You you get the ingredients, you parcel them out in the exact right proportions, and you bake it for the exact correct length of time, and then out of the oven comes a win. So did you pick up where you left off? Kinda. It There was one thing that is almost totally unique to this specific game, where... um. So you play an MMO and you drop it for a year, your gear kind of sucks, right? I mean, it does. it's the same gear you had before, it's just now they're stronger The gear. ceiling has moved. The ceiling moved. Destiny 2 didn't just move the ceiling, it's like it went from indoors to outdoors. And what I mean on that is, year one gear functions mechanically differently than year two gear. In that all of year one gear... Is uh, what's called a has what's called a static roll. So the the gun that everybody likes to use for this is a hand cannon called the Better Devils. You get it from doing PvP matches. It's a really good handgun, right? The reason why it's a good handgun, it is a highly accurate at range and has powerful bullets. Pretty simple, right? The difference is is there is a year two version of Better Devils once they change the way weapons actually work, like. It, and from year two onwards, every single gun that ever drops in Destiny 2 will have what's called a random roll, in which you'll get an extra perk, but what those perks actually are is totally randomized amongst the entire perk pool. So And they just and both are in the game. Both are in the game. Okay. The old one is the one that I had. The new one is potentially stronger, 
but it is a drop chance to get the good one. That sounds like the kind of change that would make um, one always better than the other and thus always preferable. But if are, are they actually balanced against each other? No. The year two shit's better. Okay. It's just, it's just better. better. Okay. So it's not even that the old stuff I had was not good enough. It was functionally, mechanically obsolete. Okay. It would be... It is a dead end. Yeah, okay. Like, I could have... Gear, I could have, like, you know, powered it, the gear up to the same level cap as everybody else. Yeah. But it would be functionally worse. So, the other thing is one of the things they changed is all the microtransaction items and all the old guns. If you dismantle them, you can just recreate them. So oh, yeah, okay. Can't lose anything right. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, so what that meant is that I had played Destiny 2 from launch to Curse of Osiris or whatever, and I had a shit ton of gear. I had a bunch of shaders, which are uh, paint, essentially. I had a bunch of ships, you know, all these things, right? Mm -hmm. And I logged in, and I destroyed every single one of my items. Because they were either mechanically obsolete, or I could retrieve them later, or whatever. And so I kept... Oh, no. Well, did the podcast turn off? No, it's not. Well, then we're good. Uh, you destroyed your items. I destroyed them. Why? Because I got materials back out of dismantling them. And if I ever wanted to get them back, I could have just pulled them out of... Oh, d I, I, as in you d dismantled. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that makes it's sense. Really it's really weird. And, and so I ended up being a character that was at the former level cap wearing blues... And it is it is like I started over, other than the fact that in my collections tab it says that I have all these items that I could retrieve at any time that I want. But like dismantling items for an hour is a weird fucking feeling. Going into your bank and just literally destroying literally every drop you ever received. Yeah. Is fucking weird. But Good that you're allowed to, that, and that yeah. you're not just excluded from the party, because... And then sorry. the confusing part happens, where they introduce the change, like, listen, we want it so that if you get an item, you can keep it, even if you dismantle it, because, you know, inventory space is limited, right? But then what they do is they say, okay, well, you know all these weapons I just said that have the random rolls? Yep. On the item description for every single one of them, it says, well, this item has random rolls and cannot be retrieved from your collections. Do not dismantle it. Ah. Uh. And it's so... It's... it's it's. And now this is the last point I'm going to go on for the Activision Bungie stuff. Yeah. The, one of the biggest complaints in Destiny 1 was that weapons had random rolls. So you would get a better Devils and you'd go... I didn't get the good better devils. I got the better devils that had extra zoom and uh, faster reload. But the good better devils, the actual really good one, is the one with explosive rounds and extra range. So try again. So try again. And that drove people fucking crazy. Because even getting the thing to drop in the first place is random chance. Yeah. And then, so you have to get a, you have to have it drop. And then you have to have it drop the right stuff. Yeah. And it drove people fucking crazy. Because it's two, it, it's, two levels it's a, of obfuscation. Yeah. yeah. So what they did is they gave everything static rolls, and I believe that was due to pressure from Activision because it, it you know it valued your time more. This created a different problem that was actually way worse because the different problem was within two weeks of playing Destiny Two on vanilla, I got the better devils, 
which was the best handgun in the game, which meant that I never had to care about another handgun drop ever again mm. in a game in which you were supposed to be grinding for gear. Yeah. And you got the better devils. You got the, the rocket launcher from the raid. You got the, the handgun from the raid. You got this exotic assault rifle. And then you were fucking done. Mm-hmm. You were actually just done. There was no reason to get gear. There was nothing that was going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, turns out you actually need to be able to get, like, the distance between bad items and good items needs to be as wide as possible. See, on a philosophical level, I don't see a problem with there being an end point. Right. But I suppose if that can come in two weeks after you started, that's... For a game that you thought you were going to be playing for three years. For a long time, yes. Right. Yeah. And that that was like a the philosophical argument between Bungie and Activision. They yeah. wanted a package product in the shooter genre. No, no, carrot on a and, stick. And Bungie wanted like a fucking MMO. Yeah, yeah. And now I got some guns. I don't even know if they're good. I'm having fun shooting them, but I don't know if like is hip fire good on a bow? Is it? It seems good. But I guess I'll learn that over time. And they added a new multiplayer mode, which is fantastic. Like, the old multiplayer wasn't great, but the new multiplayer is Horde mode. You know, Horde mode from Gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, But it's cooperative, so competitive. So you are trying to beat your Horde mode, horde mode faster than the other team. Mm-hmm. And you can invade them to kill them in the middle of their Horde <laughs> mode. Okay. And if you kill them, their boss heals some of its life back. So, like, it's just a fun, it's just a good idea for a mode. It's good. So, yeah, I've been enjoying my new time vampire. I'm trying to think about, like, just the idea of, like, how much I loathe every the... type of mechanic I just described. No, specifically the one where a random drop has a random configuration dude i just got excalibur oh my god i'm the only oh it got the bad rolls bad one. It. right Scarbage. in the trash yeah no. <laughs> um, and it and it just like i feel like you could without going static you could probably fix that maybe i don't know enough about these games uh by just allowing like a a, a like way to build stats on a weapon that's something they are totally doing in the next expansion, okay. which was what? So not for guns. Guns are going to stay as I described. Yeah, but for every other piece of gear that you have, yeah, they're going to remove all the static and random things from them, and yeah. going to have they're going to have built-in stats. But then you will slot in the things that you want. You'll have to earn the ability to uh, use those things yeah. that you want. But once you have unlocked, say, the grenade boost thing that took you, uh, you know, a month to get, you'll be able to slot it into your gear. Because I have, I'm someone that has no problem, like, getting, switching to the weapon or style of play that, like, I want, even though it is not at the strength I want it to be at. Right. And then building up to that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, if, if I wanted, if I'm playing a Souls game and I wanted, um, Whatever, man. You know, like a scythe or yeah. you know, whatever. Then it's like like here's a shitty scythe. Okay, cool. Go upgrade it. Go upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but I'll start using it from now because I want this moveset. You yeah. Know? So uh it's it's a weird situation that exi- the Destiny is pretty much they're the only ones that have this problem because they're the only ones that focus this heavily on the gun. The mm. gun is like the only thing you actually interact with in that game most of the time. 
So if they're going to have a billion different guns, they all have to... Because Borderlands just throws a billion fucking pieces of shit at you. Almost every single gun you pick up in Borderlands is a fucking piece of shit. You get so many that you get like a decent one, like, I don't know, every hour, right? But Destiny needs to have the ability to have like, oh, everything needs to shoot like a good gun in a good video game. But maybe this one is better or worse. You haven't mentioned the most interesting part of Destiny. What's that? Is it the Wizard on the Moon? No. It's the third-person supers. Yeah. I think that shit's cool. So. It's the only part of the game that actually really appeals to me. I will talk to you about that for one second. The single biggest complaint. Sorry. The second biggest complaint in Destiny 2 was you only get to use your super like one-third as often as you did in Destiny 1. What the fuck? And then over time, they have rolled those cooldowns forward. Mm. And now you can mod your character to gain... Instead of modding your character for a little extra health or a little extra damage resistance, you can mod them so they can throw grenades more often or mm. use their supers more often. Mm. And hey, that's a that's a big welcome change. There you go. Cool. You just wish that game was third person. 100%. Yeah, well. It wouldn't feel the same. No, nope, but I would appreciate the coolness of my character design more. <laughs> That's why when you go to the social space, it forces you in third person. Mm-hmm. And I feel that was a design decision that happened late. <laughs> that was, fuck, you never see your character. Mm-hmm. Ever. Um, That's one thing Anthem has on them. The ability to see my... You're right. I can see my dude. You're, fu- you're super right. <laughs> Yeah. Anthem is way better than Destiny 2. Hey, Cataclysm just came out. Apparently, that thing is, like, almost as funny as, like, the base game release, just in how, like, vapid it is. But I, I can see my dude. I saw people talking about how it seems like there's, like, five people working on that game still. I can play with my mans, like an action figure. My guys. But don't you want to embody the gun? Uh, I want to I do supers. Yeah, I just want a different game. It's yeah, fine. you just want a completely different game. I just game. want a different game <laughs> yeah, that's entirely, fine. and that's All okay. Right. Well, you want to see me gab about MMOs and shooters sh- and crap and uh, play Outer Wilds and play FF7, which... Can I take a two-second thing about mm-hmm. FF7 and uh, minor spoilers? Mm-hmm. You know the flashback you get at Calm about what happened in Nibelheim? I was not an adult the last time I played through that sequence. The direction in it is absolutely masterful. Mm-hmm. When you know the shot when you see the the town, it's like a low angle, and you look at the town, and Sephiroth turns towards the camera and starts talking. Goes, "Oh, it's your hometown, huh?" He is facing toward the camera and to the right, and then Cloud air quotes walks in from the left. And then the generic Shinra soldier walks in from the right. And every time Sephiroth talks to Cloud, that other generic-ass soldier happens to walk by them or be within their line of sight. or be. And it's like, I didn't appreciate how much work they put into that setup. It's really crazy. That's a good fucking game. Yeah. Had a little chat with Max at, uh, at Evo. I'm very excited. Uh-huh. For this game. Uh-huh. I'm very, very excited. And so is he. 
Really? Yes. Max. Very excited. Maximilian Dude. Very, very excited, excited for FF7. For FF7. I'm. Yes. I didn't think he cared for You it. wouldn't think. I d- yeah. Big excites. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, you check all that shit out at Angry's Pet on the Twitch and the Twitters. Shabams. Shabamzo. Let's take a quick word from our sponsor. Let's do that. This week, the podcast is sponsored by Raycon Earbuds. Hey, man. What's up? I need to listen to music and or a podcast. I mean, quite frankly, these days, if you're still walking around with your normal headphones and, and you got your wire that's all bundled up, it's, you know, what, you know, the wires in your pocket are basically the same as like a, U- a USB, like A. It's like, no matter what, the first time you plug in a USB, it'll always be the wrong side. Oh, uh, every time. If you put a wire in your pocket, it will jumble and crumble up and, yeah. and not itself. It's like Christmas lights. It's straight up. Yeah. Can't avoid it. Uh, we can do better. And why not do better? Because the technology exists to get wireless earbuds. I've been using them for a while. Wireless earbuds are great, but they're expensive. Yes, they are. But you don't have to go in and break the bank for a decent quality pair of wireless earbuds. Because you can check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon, the E50s. They start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market and sound just as amazing. Half the price is a good price. <laughs> For a decent quality <laughs> yeah. like earbud, exactly. And uh, it was a, the company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, who are super uh, uh, also involved and obsessed with the earphones. So um, you want to check out the the Raycon E50 wireless earbuds uh they are uh, they come in one of those little small cases easy yeah, for traveling yeah, yeah. they click in fit in the pocket no problem not a not a huge lump in the pocket that you got to worry about mm-hmm. so all of that is handy and it is the future embrace it by going to buyraycon.com/superbeast and get 15% off your order that's buyraycon.com slash superbeast. B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N. I was actually about to ask you if Raycon had one or two N's. It sounds yeah. like a two N, but it only is the one. Dot com slash superbeast for 15% off your wireless Raycon earbuds. Uh, now's the best time to pick up a pair with that uh, with, the, with the deal going on. So that's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash superbeast. Thanks, Raycon. Thank you, Raycon. I had a week with stuff. Tell me about your week, sir. All right. Well, uh, since you described Sham, Sham sh- might as well. You described well. Shamurai. Sham show. Sham time. Sham so. Nailed it. Yep. What's the issue? The issue is quite simple. Um, you got a case of the bads? It, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Let's just nose to the grindstone, right? Yeah. Let's find that time and let's put something away. So... I have rotated things in my schedule. Obviously, I'm 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 uh do, I'm doing a lot of like doubling down on recording time to get ready for leaving to Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So that's pretty hefty. But since pretty much Evo, uh, I've been like, no, I want to take a real crack at yeah. like stepping it up. Want to get good? Because I I because I have I I feel like I'm like. I have the knowledge. I can do it in this game, right? I played matches where most of the time I'm like, I, I know exactly what I did wrong there and how I could have fixed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I did a di- did a deep dive, watched hours of match footage, 
uh, sunk into the discords, read yeah. back on all the tech, map matchups, frame data, going in. Just put it in your brain. I am, I am like becoming one with Darley Dagger. Yeah. You know, trying to master as much as I can of the things that she needs to, to you know, do good in this game. Mm-hmm. And as you do it, you start to see that same familiar feeling. Oh, no. Of... There is a limit to how far this character can go. Yeah. And your love of this character... It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can decide right here and now if you want to take all this information and use it to struggle or to just win. Right? Because with the same knowledge and like current level of execution I have... I could just play a character where would, I don't would, need to think about that would those give problems. you wins where otherwise you would get losses. Yeah, and this is and this is this is the struggle. This hey, is what what do you do you do you hear that? I think I think the ghost of Sanford Kelly oh my has God. entered into your home. Oh my God, Sanford! Sanford, are you? Can, <laughs> can you hear us? Oh. What do you have to say to us, Sanford? Pick a top tier. Just pick a top tier. Pick a top tier. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you wasting your time for? Just pick a top tier. The fuck is this character bullshit? Loyalty. Just pick a top tier. You want to win? <laughs> uh, Anybody doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about? Type into your YouTube uh, or and or browser of choice. Sanford Kelly. Pick a top tier. You will find God an illuminating conversation walking, walking down, down the, street. the street from Chinatown Fair. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Eh, you know. So this is this is and this is where um, just do it. I, I I've talked about it many times, but it's like I love a character and their design and everything about them first, and then I roll the dice because it's like I don't know how or what it's going to be. It might be amazing, it might be terrible, but if I like them, I'm going to play them, right? Yeah. Which is why I always laugh at the the like you know wooly tear whoring stuff because i'm just like here i am in this case looking at a character where it's like god damn if i'm not playing her like i can still have fun playing like galford who's fine yeah or i could play yoshitora who's really cool yeah but she's the fucking best man yeah. she's made for me she's made for you made for me so what am i doing if i'm not playing her and winning yes <laughs> so you kind of just you get you get confronted with this this thing where you're like okay you, uh, I'm playing a lot of ranked, and uh, in particular against like Genjiro and Tam Tam, you're just kind of like, you never have control of the situation. Yeah, you never have control of the match. You never have control of what is happening. You're in a persistent reactive state entirely. Yeah, that's no good the whole time, and you're punishing them taking the lead, and you're trying to figure out their habits. And beat them to it. But you don't get to run a game plan. Yeah. You know? And I remember the days... You're playing of, their game. You're playing their game and trying to beat them at their game. Yeah. So I'm entering your genjutsu. I'm entering... You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm entering your world and I am a player in your stage. And you are the boss and this is your stage. Yeah. And you get to have ads and you get to have a bigger life bar. Yeah. And it's up to me to learn your boss pattern and beat you, right? Yeah. Except and, it's another human who just gets to do whatever they want. Yeah. And I've been on both <laughs> sides of this. I've played characters that just run a train you on, on fucking, you. played fucking Sagat and Blanca in CVS2, didn't you? And and Cammy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> that was ba- a good time for you. Just based on those being characters I loved. You <laughs> yeah. Know? No, no qualms there. Um, 
but for the most part, like, uh, yeah, and, and when you and, and it's the same thing for like games like like in Marvel as well. Like when you have Virgil on your team, yeah, it's like you just get to do things, and yeah. they have to try and deal with it. Yeah, and if they're, I get to be Virgil. Yeah, and you get to be who Virgil's beating on, right? And if they're blocking, then you're like, oh, let me just try another yeah, thing. Well, I'm over here now, yeah. right? <laughs> and that's it. And you <laughs> you just do that until it works. Yeah. So yeah, Genjiro and Tam Tam in particular get to do a lot of that. Charlotte gets to do a lot of that. Yeah. Right. They get to just hold the ski- the screen and um, going into like going in depth and seeing. I'm like, okay, what are my actual options here? Right. <laughs> well. It turns out most of what's being done can be punished if you do a perfect block. Yeah. Just defend and then... Sure. Right? But you got to do those. <laughs> That's hard. Well, I mean, it, it's not so much... It's, 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 it's difficult enough. You can get them. But the step to getting them requires you reading the person already. Yeah. So you already have to be in their head. And if I already know what you're going to do, you know what I mean? Like, that's the most optimal way I can beat you. But I, but I, I'm the the hard the hard part is the fact that I have to get in that level of. But Wooly, what happens if with? you're getting into their head and the p- character is also into your head and is reading your mistakes? Right. Does that just mean that you just lose? That generally is what that it doesn't turns sound into. fun. It's not as fun. No. You can't you can't assume in every situation that you will always be the fifty one percent. Like slight adva- like mental advantage over every opponent because you won't. Because and I remember <laughs> this feeling and I remember being here and being in this exact place where you're just like, man, I'm working so much harder <laughs> than the person playing the counter pick here, and it makes you just go like, why not just switch? You know, you know what? And, it, and it's like because staying true to myself, I I like playing as them. The end. You know, and. That's a self-imposed weight that I've always carried with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this weight, right? Back when I was playing competitively a lot, I was like, yeah, I used to just sweat the feeling of, man, this feels bad because I wouldn't – I'd be doing so much better if I picked a better character. But instead, I'm going to stick with the one I love because I love them, you Mm -hmm. know? And that – while I'm coming to that – those, like, conclusions and whatnot – um and everyone in the discord nowadays is like sharing the struggle just like back in the day everyone on the shore you can forums is sharing the struggle uh but the article comes out where uh they talk to the director and he goes yeah so i think a balanced game where everyone is the same is boring and i think it's fun if you have someone who's strong and everyone you have you have someone to hate <laughs> you know, in regards to the fact that top eight was a whole lot of Genjuro yeah. at Evo. So basically an article th- that same time in that same time frame comes out going, yeah, if you're one of those people that's waiting on that balance patch, Start you know, waiting. Eh, <laughs> you might get one, but it might not be as good as you're thinking. But also that balance patch is more likely to just nudge somebody else. Right. But as is, we've kind of made it so that these characters just have an easier time living. You know? There's and a, you there's go, a, wow. There's an interesting, like, cross section of that comic. Cause I saw, I follow you, I follow Max, I follow a lot, I follow uh, Gerald from Corey Gaming. Yeah. And I got to see, like, like this cross section of feelings. Max was like, somebody gets it. And he was like, yeah. And I saw your, 
nuanced opinion, which was like, you can't push this too far. There's a sweet spot. Because then you get Yun and Yang in Arcade, Arcade Edition. Edition. And it reminds me of what Gerald Akorigami said when he was talking about Tears. And it's like, Ken versus Ryu in Street Fighter 1 is not the 5-5 utopia we all crave. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so if people were curious about... It's delicate. ...the, the Twins edition or uh, of, of, of Street Fighter or whatever, because it's been referenced. And the short version of it is ultimately just that, like, they came in and they upset everything by being the best in the game so clearly that you were left with no choice but to switch to them or stop. <laughs> Right, what, why which is you? what everyone pretty much did. Yeah. It just there was no, there was nothing else to it. Um, so I'm gonna point out somebody. I just saw somebody in the chat asked a really good question. It just said five five question mark. Yeah. Well, you want to take that one? Sure thing. When we talk about matchups, right? A matchup is the likelihood of my character beating your character if the if the users are the are, same person, are even skilled, are yeah. the same person. So if I was using uh, Ryu and you were using Ken and uh, or rather, if I was using Ryu and a copy of me was using Ken yeah. and we fought, 5-5 um, five, five means 5 times out of 10 matches, Ryu would win and 5 times out of 10 matches, Ken would win. For example, in Street Fighter Four Vanilla, a situation that I know very well, Zangief in that game had 6, 4, and 7, 3 matchups against almost everybody in the cast. He was really good, except... For his one nine matchup against Sagat, who also happened to be the best character in the game. Also Seth. And Seth, yeah. Seth was a nine one matchup. Right. So if both <laughs> players are the same skill level, right, the Zangief would win one match out of ten. <laughs> And Seth would win nine times out of ten because the tools he has are just that invalidated good. by Seth's bullshit right. and Sagat's bullshit. Now, across the board, that when you look at a whole so when you look at that you go that sounds like bullshit and it's like yeah that is bullshit it totally is that's not that's not, like you have to try that hard to to make the odds win in your favor you have a 10% shot here right um what you'll see though is in a lot of cases if if a game is being balanced correctly quote unquote it's not about pushing 55 cuz 55 is the same character across even it's impossible and it's boring it's it's karate man versus karate man and yeah. it's very boring exactly right um and uh what you want is a closer spread so at worst 7-3 right at worst 7-3 and at best 6-4 and uh you want well you can have 5-5s five you can yeah. have 5.5s to yeah. 4.5s that's fine sure but ultimately you want to you want a a thing where um if you look at the grid of every single character versus every single character they have some favorable and some unfavorable matches. Yeah. Street and Fighter 2. It sucks ass to play Zangief versus Dalsim. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But if, but is there someone that Geef can crush? Yeah. So then it works out yeah. the opposite way. So you have a, a nice spread. So the, all that to say that, like, yeah. Um, it's funny that we talk about this because I'd actually like to pull it. There's a weird social version of this that I hope you never have to encounter, Wooly. In the Heavensward time in FF14, a lot of people are like, I love Paladin, man. I'm going to rep Paladin forever. It's my favorite class. And people are like, there's a tank class called Dark Knight that is literally better at every fight that's in the game right now. Yeah. Conclusively, they are better. It yeah. is the difference mm -hmm. between beating the raid and not. Yeah. And fucking level the new character. Do it. You are wasting everyone's time. And that was just this constant 
awful. Like, because it's not just pick a top tier because I want to win. It is. It's pick a top tier, and my buddies are losing. Yeah, yeah because yeah, I didn't yeah. pick a top tier. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Feel bad. Uh, Hanzo mains. So solo queue Hanzo mains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to play Hanzo. Can you aim? No. Well. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it, 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 it's it's an interesting thing, you know, and uh, the the idea of the frustration comes from the fact that you're like the core of that number is based on the person sitting across from me putting in the same amount of effort, skill and, yeah. you know, like work. And it's just a harder to climb, hill to climb. So blah, 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 blah. Um, you, a lot of these you, matches. You can see Darley's ceiling. I can see her ceiling. And, and, and I can see them saying in that they're like, yeah, we like this game unbalanced. We like there being super <laughs> strong characters and characters that are super weak in that set. See the director going, get good scrubs, right, LOL. Right. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because when you look, and, they, and it's a matter of like, people say tools, right? It's like the kit. Your kit in any game yeah. is det- determined what you, have to what you can do with the situations that you exactly. arrive at. And for her, she's been given tools that are like, if you fall for this gimmick, you lose half your life or the whole round in one shot. Which means by default, they can't be reliable. Because the gimmick is super exploitable once you know how to stop yeah. it. But if you've never seen it before, you get a you free round. She's a fucking scrub crusher. Of course. But anyone, not even it's not even amateur. It's like, if you've played the game for more than an hour... You will learn that those aren't real. So she's a Guilty Gear character with just instant kills. <laughs> you know? But those aren't real. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, God. I saw a really funny tweet the other day about just, like, uh, how disheartening it can be while someone that's new is getting blown up by someone else just, just going, LOL, those aren't real. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And you're like, what does that even mean? Uh, but it's just like, yeah, it's, it means that there's a 100% way to stop these gimmicks. Right? But she was treated as if those gimmicks were valuable yeah even though if you can stop them 100 percent of the time imagine if we were playing rock paper scissors and i and, knew what you were gonna do and 100%. for me to play scissors it had a startup so i had to put out one finger and then the second one bam rock every single time i put one finger out that's yeah. the end of that yeah. right so like it would be like that in effect is nothing but so so anyway uh I, I, not not to just be sound like what I'm are you like, gonna do well, I'm going to keep playing the game because I really like it. No, that's not what I meant. What are you going to do? You're going to fucking hop over to, to fucking top tier town? No. No. I like her too much. Coward. Yeah. I Dude, I stuck with Biking and Guilty Gear. Well, they... I watched... Uh, the one... Th- I, 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 I mean, uh, uh, Blanca came in one. I was still... But I, I just kind of, like, stuck with Nikali out of, like, familiarity on that. But in MK... Right? I made a switch. Yeah. I was playing Kotal. Yeah, he was ass. Yeah. He just got slightly buffed, but not enough. Yeah. Right? Um, I switched to Gyrus. Why? Because I was interested in him from day one. Yeah. Right? I was right off the from the get-go. I'm like, there's Noob, Gyrus, and Kotal as three possible characters I want to play. Mm-hmm. And after Kotal just wasn't cutting it, I'm like, well, let me just go with Gyrus. Because I enjoy playing yeah. as him. As much as I would with Kotal, it's fine. And you better play with his, um, as him now because he's never coming back. Yeah, well, there's that, <laughs> you know. Um, I think Kotal's cool, cooler, but, like, I enjoy the character enough that I don't mind the switch there. Mm-hmm. But in this case, Dar- Darley's the fucking best, man. So, I understand the issue here because it's like, do I want to have fun or do I want to win? Do I want to play the character that I enjoy or yeah. do I want to have the win number go up? Yeah. 
to this I say to you, you know what's really fun? Winning. Winning is fun. Winning's really fun. It feels really good mm-hmm. to win a lot. Mm-hmm. You do it and you're like, mm. mm-hmm. This is going to sound <laughs> insane. And this is also... It require this requires me to fucking create a, a world where I'm up my own ass for a second. So if you don't mind indulging, all right, get I'm gonna get my helmet. If I were ever <laughs> to be like a a a actual top player in any game, right? If I were to be some sort of person that were actually able to make it to Sunday at Evo, right? I would much rather be. The person who is known as the best blank that is the specialist that doesn't always get to grand finals than the one who Shang Tsung's but crushes it because of just raw fighting game skill. So to get a little bit more inside, you'd rather be Snake Eyes than Justin Wong. Sure. I'd rather be Kage, the best Ganon, than um, anyone else who switches up. And it's a really stupid thing. And, like, it's weird because it's like, yeah, it means your priority is not winning. So you're kind of, like, dumb for thinking you're going to beat somebody whose priority is winning, mm-hmm. you know? But I love the characters in these games so much. It's, the, it's a huge part of the reason why I play them. So it's hard for me to, you know what I mean? Like, I think I described it a couple times as, like, I love Steve Fox more than I love Tekken. I love Biken more than I love Guilty Gear. Yeah. Right? The character that speaks to me shouts and screams at me. Yeah. And I love playing as them. And I, I and I, I learn to love playing as them because I like the character. Mm-hmm. And what if I pick someone else? Like, I remember when I made a switch to Honda. Yeah. From Blanca in Street Fighter 4. And then I eventually just dropped it. Because it was... And it was a better character. And he was more effective. And he was similar to Blanca. Very similar. He did a lot of things better than Blanca could. But I just was like, yeah. So... But even then, Blanca was a pick from my childhood. The, so the irony there thing. is that I call you a big coward and say winning's fun. Yeah. Remember when I stopped playing Final Fantasy fourteen for like a year and a half? Yeah. It's because the class that I really liked to play got fucked up and I didn't like to play it anymore. Yeah. There were two other tanks that i could have picked that filled the same role very similarly yeah but i don't want to play paladin warrior mm-hmm. i didn't really want to play samurai either it's mm-hmm. just it's, i wanted to play my fucking dark knight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the solution to that was not pick a better character it was stop playing the game i guess mm-hmm. and every time you see one of these real low tier gods yes. show up right you see, your like, the, like when Kuroda embarrassed Jay Wong all Koji those years Kog. ago with Q. When you see a fucking beast like El Fuerte or T Hawk out of nowhere. When fucking Gamer B showed up with Adon. Hakan infiltration random. Yeah. You know, like when you just see characters where you're like, wait, what? Right? Like, that is so much fun. And everyone is actually – everyone roots for them. Yeah. Because it's so – you're like, yo, you're doing it, right? You're, you're using – Who some, let you in here? And how did you get this far <laughs> with someone that clearly doesn't hold up, you know, if, against if everyone I, else? If I fucking turned on the TV and there was some, you know, invitational third strike fucking whatever and I turned it on and I'm looking at the fucking – 
quarterfinals and I see fucking Sean, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Exactly. exactly. I'm going to go crazy. Yes. Yes. And everyone is on board, right? <laughs> and the best possible outcome is uh, like Kusoru yeah. in Marvel 3 where he showed up and he played Rocket Raccoon, Beautiful Joe, and, and uh, fucking uh, Frank. And... Uh, Everyone was like, I, why, ha, what? Why? Because Log Trap combined with Red Hot Kick is incredible. And he found it and he used it and he fucked everyone up <laughs> with, and no one had any idea what was going on, right? Chris G with his Morrigan. Mm-hmm. You invented some shit? Hell yeah. Run with it, you know? I, I, I really just, I, I love that specialist, that loyalty and that feeling of like, fuck yeah, you're doing it with that character. And I don't think Samurai Showdown is the kind of game that has hidden bullshit magic in it. I think Samurai Showdown is about the hard reads and I've already, your character matchups. I've already found some hidden magic. Oh, there's bullshit. hidden magic? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's advanced ass inputs. There's really complex things you got to do in certain situations. <laughs> and, uh, oh, God. Like, there's stuff you have to do that is like... The next, it's a deeper layer of the system by like, um, you, you have like micro walking is a big part of like what makes better combos work. Micro running is a whole other thing I just learned about where you're doing like forward, forward, back, forward plus button inputs to get a non running normal. You want to get uh, a run and then, do you understand what I mean? So <laughs> I do understand what you mean. And, I was about to do something very stupid. I was about to say, fuck you, I hate this. Yeah. I hate this. I fucking hate this. Yeah. Meanwhile, I now refuse to play my MMO without my fucking latency eliminating fucking vo- uh, 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 what is it? What the, uh, uh, whatever plug What's in. it called to, to move the thing? The, the, the IP thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my brain is lo- is going away because, well, if I don't do that, I can't double weave and slide cast as efficiently. Sure. And I'm like, sure. well, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah, no yeah. room to talk. Yeah. VPN, you know. VPN. And it's like, yeah, no, it's the same. It's bullshit little fucking garbage hidden crap that are mm. accidents of the system. That you utilize for your advantage. And it's just, you just have to kind of get used to the fact that it's like, okay, so... Uh, what does he have to do? Well, throw you, then do medium punch, and then weapon flip, or jump back, heavy attack, and, and that's, that's pretty good. Cool. What do I have to do? Throw you 6646B <laughs> into weapon flip, or something like that, just to get an, an optimized version of what of what he can do for free or whatever. And you're like, no. you're, it takes hard. It takes more work. Yeah. It takes and it takes. But when you when you use that, right, when you know better than someone who comes along picking one of the best characters just because they're good, you get to absolutely destroy them, Yeah. right? And that was one of the fun things about, like, when I played Blanca versus uh, um, Snafu's Delsim for, like, hundreds and hundreds of games was, like, despite this not being in my favor, if I face another Delsim, they're fucking cooked. Yeah. Because holy shit, I know this match, you know? So I'm hoping to get to that point. Um, but in the meantime, uh, yeah, I'm just putting the work in. I'm putting the work in and facing that cold, hard reality. It's a familiar weight, but I'm going to hold it nonetheless. And I'm going to stick with the character and just try to get good enough, you know, despite the fact that I'm going to be playing reactive the entire time. Yeah. You can only, 
this is where it gets really weird where I'd like to pick your brain on this because it's only applicable in competitive sport uh, competitive sports competitive games whatever in which do you ever wish that the character was actually follow me on this don't forget slightly worse so that even less people would play them which would allow the the hidden garbage to be more effective yes because I, I that's not even a weird thought because you want that you want a a really initial bad impression to everyone else where they just go Adon fuck Why would that I ever character play Adon? I don't need to learn fuck about Adon. that character yeah I don't even know fucking who gives a shit cut to hard cut to gamer B yeah, just. <laughs> and everyone going because the unknown factor is strong. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. That's so weird. You know, you're like, oh, I hope they, I hope they nerf my yeah. character. Yeah, and 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 the the thing, the important thing too is to not get too salty uh, when you face somebody that's picking a you know a brain dead character. Right, because because yeah. then you just go like, "Fuck this guy, you suck. You're not that guy." You can put you get too you get too in your head before the match even starts. You start you you know before you before you play your matches, you fucking go to that scrub quotes account and you yeah. look at you look at the feelings that you're having in your mind put down onto the page, and you go, "No, no, 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 don't type, don't type it. I, I want to type it. Don't." I, I remember the exact moment that uh, I went from like. Just being so pissed every time I fought another Ken in Street Fighter Vanilla 4. Ooh. Right? Because it was an endless wall of them. It was the worst ever. Right? To the point where I learned to love it. Because it was free. it was a double perfect. Yeah. Like, it, you're not getting anything done. I fought you know, so many yeah. Kens. How many times I fought this fucking match? <laughs> and, and they all have no game plan. And a bunch of them were better than you. But I just know so much about it. <laughs> And the moment you start panicking, I'm like, and there it is. Now I can go to town. Yeah. There's the panic, right? Oh, you're losing. Now you're down to like 20% left. You haven't touched me. I have now I've gained the ability to read your mind. Now you're going to jump back and start doing fireballs because you have no actual up-close game. Yeah. Cool. We're done here, right? That – I learned to love those, right? Because it was straight up like three points next. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that's what's going to happen Thanks here. for the quarter, buddy. Yeah. But uh, – but like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely hoping to to get to that that like point of just like don't get salty on the character just, select screen. Just, just wait till Flowchart and Juro becomes a thing. It's already a thing. Okay, well, it's, yeah, there you go. It's already a thing. So you should just win every Genjiro match now. When he comes sliding at you, block backwards every time. Mm-hmm. Don't block forward. You should know what's coming. React to it. Yeah. Do better. <laughs> uh, Samurai Showdown's great. Yeah, it's a great game. It is. Uh, I hope that. This philosophy of keeping really strong characters in the game will eventually rotate around to your baby. Or just, just, you know, there's a sweet spot. Just mm-hmm. keep it within the sweet spot. Right now, we're not in that sweet spot. <laughs> right now, Genjiro gets to do what he wants. If we can just, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny because. Or, or, I'm a big fan of buff up don't nerf down uh everyone's a big fan of buff up don't nerf down the only time uh you should check out a uh cory gaming video i love that fucking channel about why buffs feel better uh, why nerfs feel worse than buffs feel good yep uh why you should buff uh but nerfs should be reserved for shit that's that's fucked yes that's like no this has to go it's ruining it yeah it's, it's, it's you know mm-hmm 
Um, I don't like. I don't need Genjiro to be shittier. I just I need to be able to deal with it. Yeah. In a way that hopefully gives it a, a better shot. It's it's interesting know, because tools. from all the games that I played and that I, I talked to you about played, there's two main ways that I see uh, long term games like introduce new stuff to you know shake it up. Mm-hmm. There's one where you have a balanced patch and you go, okay, Genjiro might have been a little too crazy. You you just you, you cut the damage on like one of his things and give him one less option and then you you buff half the cast or whatever, right? Then the other is we're going to introduce a new character that Genjiro gets crushed by mm. and change nothing else. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is how a lot of fighting games seem to do it a lot of the time. But and it's like I don't know if that's a- I don't like that because that means I have it means you're telling me to switch characters. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, you know how you could switch characters by buying this new one. Yeah, I don't. I don't like being told that the answer to your problems is lies. to play Joker. Is, <laughs> I, yeah, he really is Bayonetta's son, isn't he? I didn't, dude. I had no idea, but I just when I played that episode uh, when I did Ultimate for Get Into Fighting Games, and I was just like, I want to learn Joker because I like Joker, and then I had a lot of fun with him. I had a lot of fun with him, and then this week I found out that oh, like our human scum, our sen was trending, not Joker, yeah, not the player, yeah, our sen yeah. specifically because apparently he's a problem. Yeah, well, yeah. So that's good stuff. That's the issue with the uh, with top tiers, man. Is you pick a top tier, you're human garbage. It's just true. I you yeah. see that video going around of like oh, you play Richter. Oh man, it's not. Ugh, I'm sorry, just. Like, so everybody's going to know you're a trash person. Oh, okay. Who else do you want to play? You want to play? Oh, okay. That's fine. I'll play Ganondorf. Um, oh, shit. Hose mad. Hose mad. Hose mad. Hose mad. Hook. Hose mad times 24. That's the number. So, uh, yeah. You know, we'll see where that goes. Um, God, I had one more thing I was going to say, but whatever the video games have weird oh, yeah. social constructs a lot of the time that's what i was going to say a lot of the time these these situations we talk about uh it's it's funny because uh i remember when it's like you describe it to someone and it's often like dude it can't surely can't be that bad like some of it is just you're not you're not owning it yourself and it's like it's true of course right but when you see the the seth zangief uh in this case like if you run like if you run like say like darley charlotte or uh, any other situation, or Potemkin Biking is a yeah. really fun one. Potemkin Biking is a really fun one, where you're just like, what's going to happen is you're going to see Darley walking forward very slowly and blocking and blocking and blocking, and then taking a quick gamble and hoping it worked. No, didn't work out. All right, back to square one. We're walking forward. There's projectiles that are full screen sized and and. Full screen stabs coming at you. And it's just like, you can just clearly see one character has spent 80% of the round trying to fight the other Holding character. back. Yeah. Blocking. Right? And then they had about 20% swings and maybe a couple of those connected, but didn't necessarily hit, you know? But when you see like, okay, one character gets 80% offense, one character gets 80% defense, that something's up. Well, you know? let's 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 take it down a notch. Let's take it down to novice level. Yeah. Let's imagine they're watching that same match, and and um, and Jimmy doesn't know about no fighting games. Comes up and says, "Oh wow, that that other player seems to be having trouble. 
what do they? What do you think they're supposed to do in this situation? And you go, I don't know, and I go die, I guess. <laughs> right? Then perish. Right? If the answer to that question at best is guess, yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. not good. So anyway, in summary, hey, what, what do we will we talk about on the podcast today? Oh, you complained about fighting games are hard. Games. <laughs> I, he whined about about you he, he whined about Darley Darley needing to get buffed for an hour and it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guess, I guess I'll die. Guess I'll die then. <laughs> I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, did you? No, I did not. Okay, you should. Okay, like The Outer Wilds. Okay, what? Like The Outer Wilds. All right. I'm not going to go too far into it. Okay. I'm not going to give too much detail, but I'm just going to say that it's a really good movie. Um, it is a really good, like, display of the, the era. It is the most loving, lovingly crafted send up to the time period. And it makes, this is the, the new Tarantino movie. Yeah. It really, uh, with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, it makes other movies that are based in the 60s look like they weren't even trying. Mm. You know? Like you saw someone walk into a store somewhere and they maybe pulled up in an old style car. Yeah. And then that was it. Like this thing painstakingly goes out of its way. I've got the, I've got the, the, the subtitle of like Secret of the Quantum Foot. In my head. Oh, you heard about that? No. I just knew it was a Tarantino movie. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that his foot fetish is now officially out of control. The fact that I made that joke just based off of the word Tarantino, which you had not said when I came into my mind, and you're now telling me that it's out of control. This, like (laughs) any... Thought that perhaps he did the fact that he never addresses it ever, but it's just there. You're like, maybe there's plausible deniability, maybe it's just mm, huh, like because Wiggle Your Big Toe was real bad. Do this movie <laughs> goes full like this would be porn. Oh, yeah, if it were not feet, okay, like. Out there, out there, a lot. <laughs> it happens on more than one occasion for extended periods of time. Nonetheless, fun. it is a great movie. It's a great film. Really fun. Great characters. Um, just the yeah, the whole appreciation of the period is really, really good, and like it makes you really just think about how yeah, not a lot of movies go through the trouble of like actually like you'll either. Like I said, you'll have a car pull up to like a one restaurant set. Yeah. And then the background is just a matte painting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But here they like – they emptied the roads and they pulled all the old ass 60s cars out. <laughs> and then they fucking changed every sign and everyone, every extra, everything everywhere. Yeah. Driving down the highway, the background is 60s. <laughs> like it is fucking like – it is a, an excruciatingly detailed love letter, mm-hmm. you know? Um but anyway, uh, yeah, really good. Um, the less I say, the better in general. But uh, it definitely helps to be familiar with the time period and uh, the subject matter of the movie. 
because like it's basically like an actor that uh never existed in a setting that did exist yeah you know so like if you don't know too much about that stuff before going into it it'd help mm. to look up the real the real parts mm-hmm. you know to be to be familiar with it and then go enjoy also as a tarantino movie it is 245 i think fuck another one it's a meditation <laughs> on the subject but guess what that two hours and 45 minutes is spent with really great dialogue, really interesting and fun characters interacting with each other, and it's totally worth it. I think the only Tarantino flick that I've seen that I felt dragged at all was Bastards. Yeah. Because Bastards is, I want to say like three hours. Yeah. And about ten of those scenes are the slowest scenes he's ever directed. Oh, there's slow scenes in this movie. Yeah. There's slow scenes in this movie, but... I feel like you can appreciate them because they're still interesting, mm-hmm. you know? And it's all in the name of, like, emerging, Just immersing you in this world. Zooming in on those cuticles. You're getting right up that toe crack, you know? Um... Is it just like every establishing shot has like a chick with her feet out? It's, what not, is just, it? it's not just feet out, it's dirty feet. Oh, man! <laughs> Oh, man. It's more than just feet out. It's smushed against the glass feet. You remember? We're taking it to new levels. You remember in fucking Death Proof when they're driving down the the road and the leg is out the window for fucking no reason? Sure. Just so that it's like dead center of the shot every time? It wasn't for no reason. Fuck off. It was for a very clear reason that became obvious. When that scene hit its climax. Sure. But I don't believe that that's why. For one second. <laughs> uh, Remember when Robert Rodriguez. The, I'm making this up. This is headcanon. Mocked Tarantino during the fucking uh, grindhouse session. By having the most attractive character in the movie lose one of her feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so it's good. Uh, go check it out. Um, and, like, how do I put this? If you're someone who's just, like, if you don't, if you never, if you don't, if you have watched previous, like, Tarantino movies and you don't appreciate the long dialogue scenes and, you, mm-hmm. and you're just too boring and whatnot, yeah. then sit this one out. Because right? it's a Tarantino movie. Yeah. If you, if you can appreciate good discussion or, like, like dialogue and you're kind of just waiting for... You know, the action and that's about it. Yeah. This is not for you. You're going to have to sit this one out. And it's not to create a sort of fucking, you know, up your own ass yeah. thing. It's just this movie is mostly talking. Of course. And not a it's whole a fucking lot. fucking Tarantino movie. Yeah. Not a whole lot of I want to say like the, a full third of Reservoir Dogs must be an argument that Tarantino had with a coworker about you should tip your fucking waitress. Yeah. So go into it knowing that. And then... Uh, I think you'll like it. Especially if you like Dirty Feet. If you love Feet, you're going to love this movie. Once Upon a Time in Feet. <laughs> I don't get it. I get it. Yeah, but yeah, get yeah. It. Okay, I, let's I, get into I, it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's shit on these disgusting foot perverts for I a second. I think it's as simple as either two things usually. One, as a kid, 
crawling around and seeing legs yeah. in your face. No, I know. I can tell in, you right now exactly if, what it is. Th- either it's either you were in a house and all the women in the house were walking I'm, around and you were at foot level. Willie, I'm telling or you, you have a kink shit, a kink thing. No, where I, it's like it's about shame. No, and the foot is the no, like dirty part. I will tell you exactly what it is. It is a miswire in the brain. Because the... Yes, because your hands and feet are right next to your genitals. Yeah, in the brain part. And it just goes, oh, oh, hot. And you can look at an actual chart to see uh, where... Yeah, you can see how, how, um, how much physical space... Is taken up by the nerve endings. Yeah, that you and it's have like, wow, that foot part's really, foot really is, big. Foot and hands are huge. So hey, listen, lips are huge. I yeah. will give one point of respect, one point of respect to the foot people. Because for nearly a full year now, I have just been, ah, oh, fuck it. You people are disgusting perverts. And the way that you act, it, it's the way that foot people act. Because they know that to most people, foot is whatever. So they're all like, yeah, let me, let me see. Let me see if I have feet. In a way that would be, like, outrageous and in many cases actually criminal to act about people's genitals or breasts or whatever, right? But you get Disgusting. to exist. In a, you get to exist in a loophole. You get a weird fucking societal free pass loophole. You pieces of shit. And most people just find it kind of funny. But I have been making fun of the foot freakos for like a year. I have not gotten one single defensive angry comment. Because they all know. <laughs> they all know. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them one point for getting, despite that, it, despite they all the fact that they all know they got one thing out there into the mainstream. One one big proponent, right? and they got one thing into the mainstream, and like it is funny anytime someone says. I want her to step on me yeah. <laughs> in response to a new waifu being created somewhere or yeah. whatever. Like, Darlie shows up and a lot of people are like, I want her to step on me. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah, like okay. the fact that we can we could use that as a punchline. You got it in there. Good stuff. Yeah. I like it. Um, I can kind of even get it. Yep. I don't, but I can, I can see the, the path. I mean, I want to be dominated by her is pretty yeah, much sure. it. It's the same as, like, I want to be bullied. So you're saying you want to be dominated by yourself? You know, I want to be shoved <laughs> into a locker by her or, or whatever the thought process leads to that, you know? It's it's I don't, the wiring, like you said. Yeah. But um, I'll never forget the, the time that, um, the time that, like, people I was, wor- I was work friends I was working with back in QA... <laughs> Had to fucking we're we're just having a casual like whatever like relaxed carpeted afternoon yeah and uh my friend got a complaint because uh they weren't wearing shoes yeah. and the person who complained was basically like I can't focus on my work because I, I keep staring at her feet and I can't get any work done yeah so please tell her to put her shoes on and it's like. You've made this whole situation very upsetting. There's certain situa- <laughs> There's certain vibes where, like, if it's a certain type of office where it's like it's not a comfortable place. Yeah, barefoot's a bit weird. I can understand where that vibe is off. This wasn't one of those situations. No, it was a very chill yeah. thing, and it was just like, come on, why'd you make it weird? You had you couldn't. Dirty feet. The dirty. Smear some peanut butter i don't know i don't even know no, i don't just, even know just walking around outside. Just walk, oh just like like dirt just, just like dirt. actual just dirt yep oh yeah 
you know feet in the so- in the Calloused. in the in the in the the, the fucking uh, soil of the earth what do y'all what do y'all freaks think about bunions how do you feel about bunions i don't know what the fuck that is a bunion what the fuck is it's that? a corn is a what the, i don't know what the fuck that is you don't know about corns what the fuck is that corn you don't know about foot bunions or corns yeah what the, what is that it's the hard like rocky growths that like protrude oh like a callus sort of or like yeah. a wart you're like but it's not a wart okay it's like a callus yeah but it's like a localized callus and it comes it sticks out and like your mom's feet have bunions on them. Yeah. Or or they have, sure. or they get like corns on them. I don't know. And then you got to take a sander and you got to sand them down. Yeah. I got to sand my feet down every now and then because they get really dry. Yeah, I don't know. This is you got to sand down the bump. You got to kill the bump. Got to kill it. Got to kill it. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. We're getting we're getting a real hard split in the chat. Oh, they know. Emotionally. They know. Emotions. Everyone has a mom that hit a certain point. That had that were or ever or an auntie, you know, where you're just like she sits down and she's like, oh yeah, my bunions are acting up. Oh my god, my I corns thought, are acting I up. I thought you were gonna. I don't know why. I thought you were gonna say something very different. I was getting real upset. I was get. Uh, uh, you know, there was always the big lady at church. I thought that would sit down and take her shoes off after after the service, and just be like, mm. I thought you were gonna like reveal some dark secret about feet. No, no, I'm just I'm describing bunions and corns. Okay. I might it might just be calluses, but I, I I don't know if it's the exact same thing. But that's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. All right. So yum, foot fetish. Mm, Yay. Delicious. Yeah. Do well, it. Well, you guys got your, your A-lister out there to, to, to help you. And it's not helping. <laughs> Remember this the next time you ask for feet on stream. It's like Remember the feelings in your chest right now. It's like the next time, the next time you ask, everybody's got everybody's got a creepy sex thing or whatever, and like the S and M people got out there with like a bunch of fucking punk shit and, and a bunch of movies, and the 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 creepy mask sex orgy people got out there with the eyes wide shut stuff, and then the foot people they got Tarantino out there, yep, and he made like thirty fucking movies. And it has had fucking zero. Actually, nine. Whatever. 3,500 movies. And it has resulted in fucking zero mainstream acceptance. But (laughs) it might be creating new fans. (laughs) You know? You think, oh, yeah, yeah, you're watching Kill Bill and you're like, wow. Hmm. I fucking love this movie. I don't, I didn't, hmm. What's up with that? The one thing I miss about VHS tapes is like, anytime. Oh, you, oh. Oh, you get to a part in a real in like a big Hollywood movie, oh, no. and it's like the big sexy part. Yeah. It's like, oh, why is the tape skipping here? Tape seems to be like fucking worn out. Why is the shit? quality super bad at this specific part of this movie? Oh, yeah, where all the tracking goes off. What's up with that? Because it got rewound like eighty times. Yeah, good stuff. So, the yeah. furries are not getting cats, guys. I've seen a lot of furries go, that one's not on us. Don't even look at us for this one. <laughs> don't They don't want nothing to do with that one. Has our Lord and Savior Sonic Fox had anything to say about I cats? I don't know. I really don't know. I'd like to find out. <laughs> but, like, cats is for no one. Mm. Cat, that is all nightmare. I feel like even the... Even the... The, um... <laughs> What's it called? Um, Broadway yeah. people that are just musical fans are just like, eh, 
Anonymous. They might be turning away from that. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, real quickly, I cracked open the can on three houses. Yeah, hey. I've seen a lot of nodding. They put some waifus in that. They, dude, it is, it is <laughs> rife with wife. It is so <laughs> bad. It they, is like, like the fact that they even go. So the funny thing about like, <laughs> like in a Persona game, you get the intro and then you have to wait till that part of the game. Yeah, right. Before they show up. This thing. They're everywhere. The first thing you do is you meet the three. Yeah. And then from the three like prima uh husbandos or waifus yeah. come the subclass yeah you go you go talk to the fucking leader and they go here's here's the fucking dick selection do and just take a look <laughs> at what they like zoom in on them get a feel and i straight up was just going through it like all right where's what? our who's where's who's our hanada we got a hanada yep there she is yeah all she's right. a marianne uh there's our chie yeah. All right. Really? Founder. Yeah. Yep. Leonie right there. Yep. Looking for my Shikamaru. Yep. Got, got oh, it. Yeah. Felix right there. Yep. Uh huh. Half Virgil. <laughs> like, he loves the edge. Run right through the gamut. And I'm just like, this is your anime, like, <laughs> spread. Yeah. Right? What kind of, what do you want? You want cheese? You want some crackers? Yeah. Get a little you want? Sadel, you, want, you, know? you want the religious ones, kind of airhead. You got one right here. Yep. You want you want the playboy, but he's actually kind of nice. But he's like, I love everybody, but you're, he's kind of scumbag. He's right there. You want the Onesan style, big sis, just super airy, but super nice. Yeah. Wholesome girl. Bam. Right. You want the tough headed, like a uh, 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 tough headed dumb kid that just charges into a fight. There he is. You want sleepy boy. You want sleepy pretty boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got him. He's you want right Armin? There. You want Armin? Yeah, we got, yeah, we got yeah, Armin. Yeah, you got Armin. We got your He's Armin. Got green hair this time. I mean, fuck. Yeah, Mitsuru. We got a Mitsuru. Yeah, you got Mitsuru here. Do you Don't. want the? You want the? You want the one that's like a one year younger than everybody else? But then she's like, "Ah, oh, I'm not a kid." But it's fine because there's a time skip. You fucking creepazoid. She's over there. She's the best really, magic user in the game. Really big, really big spread. Big spread. It's it's yeah. It's so calculated. Yep. But it's particularly <laughs> odd because. They're still. Did whoever, you fuck the Pope, Professor? Uh, I, Did you I, fuck the Pope? I, you have to tell me if you fucked the Pope. <laughs> I would like to know, though, because like the way they set it up is here's your spread, but also there's clearly these three at the top yeah. that are the most important. Yeah, and it's almost like if you go for the the regulars, do you have to? Like you know, like yeah. Are you? Does that mean you ignore the ones that the games really wants to push at you? Hey man, it's August or whatever. It's, hey man, it's because Team Fucking Yellow all the way in there, like swimwear. It is on. We are fucking representing those golden deers. <laughs> Deer honk, because man, oh man. Those eyes, though. <laughs> and that Serial Experiments Lane braid? Yo. You're all a female character? Yeah. Good for you. You can now see why the tweet that I made after, I think, two weeks ago, where I went home and just typed in, like, It is outrageous that I am not allowed to suck Claude's dick. It makes <laughs> sense. Because like, people are mad. Because everybody wants to choke on it. It is not even a choice. Like, do you want, like, tough, stuck-up, 
dude, tough stuck up, stuck up girl. Yeah. Both too overly serious or chill guy that's a fucking hottie or hot boy summer. Hashtag. You're acting. You uh, you know what's funny to me and what will you will you will go on to social media in a few hours and get to argue this. Um where you you presented it correctly half. You said, what choice is there even? But then you made the wrong choice when you talk to Edelgard and it's like, wow, it's, I feel like she's always evaluating me. I'm like, right, right there. Why would you want anything else? Nah, man. Then, then like a cold Boy princess summer. that is constantly nah, evaluating bro. you and looking at your Mm-mm. disgusting penis. Mm-mm. I want... The dude who's singing Hose Mad with me. He is absolutely <laughs> singing Hose Mad. While they get mad, they stare at him and they have their hands on their sides. They're going, I'm really mad. Right? He's not even royal. What are you doing? And like that, like, and the, the fucking, it's like, okay, the blue dudes have blue in the name. They do have and blue. Golden has golden in the name. And then the black eagles. You're red. You're wearing red. What the fuck are you talking about? Didn't you talk to them about why they're called the black eagles? They all have very good reasons. It's very clear that red is your color. What are you why are you acting like it's not? Because it sounds cooler to say the fuck black off. eagles rather than the red eagles. Anyway, that blue it's like Dimitri fuck. seems nice. Okay. You, D- D- Lannister like the fucking the blue boy yeah yeah okay the dude who's look who with the sharp eyes who looks like he's willing to burn down an orphanage and then say that this is the only way to achieve true justice <laughs> listen yeah. all i'm saying yeah. all i'm saying is that me and edelgard know that we will maybe have to eliminate unreasonable ideals of justice just that's all i'm saying it, it, like i'm looking at dimitri and i'm like this motherfucker is Z targeting a maternity ward right now? You don't know that. He's, right now. He's, and he's going to have that talk with the boy. He's going to stick his hand out and be like, come on. You know this is the only way to save them. There is. <laughs> there is. Fuck that. Something about the way that. Because Persona's had its characters forever, right? Mm-hmm. But this is causing. Because, like, you know, Persona has their meme explosions. Mm-hmm. The Fire Emblem one has been so massive and so continuous because you just have so much more interlap between mm-hmm. all these. And and like the my favorite one that's been going on all week is everybody got to the part where there's a little fishing tournament because Flane wants a goddamn fish. And the quest text is get Flane the fish she craves. And she has now become fish gremlin diva. Okay. Like potato girl. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's um, it's and you have Sedeth's voice. I was actor. about to say Oh my I'm god. I'm making these hard reads and I don't care how wrong I am on them, but Se- someone named Seteth yeah. walks in and he's got one of those fucking Delandau head things yeah. going on. And you're Circlet. just and you're just like you are like there is no way you're not half resurrecting a Dark Lord somewhere yeah. in a basement somewhere right now. There but, is no chance you're Wally, not doing it. Do you see us? Flane's got us trapped in the McDonald's play place. We haven't eaten our order yet. From Seteth himself. And and Mustache chub, Chubby Man, Mario Dude, what's his name? Like, friend of your dad? The, oh, Alois. Yeah. Is, wait, is that it? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Looking at him like, oh, you're either going to get it or you're going to do something bad. But you're probably going to get it because you're too wholesome. Listen. Looks like something's going down. How yeah. far are you in this game? Not. I'm like okay. like two hours. Listen, all I'm saying nowhere. to you. I got nowhere. All I'm saying to you, 
I got far enough to know that Claude is the fucking way. Okay, the, all you need to know way. is that it is a wholesome school life game about raising your child soldiers through a militaristic religious autocracy. Yes. And that everything will be fine. Just go and kill them. <laughs> hey, look, is that Tiki? No, it's Sothis. No. It's it's one of the female female romance options if you girls want a 3000-year-old Chinese myth dragon. It's not Tiki though. Definitely not. Okay. Very different. Okay. I like how it transitions from battle into the map. That's really nice. Yeah. I like how the music is a layer of, uh, like, the the drums of war kicking in and then back out when you zoom back out. Yeah. So they've, they've, that stuff's gotten pretty pretty. The the biggest deal for me, and it, it turns out, I think I talked about it before, but the biggest deal for me in terms of, like, oh, I can get into this Fire Emblem game is getting to see the threat line. Yeah. Getting, getting to see, yeah. hey, if I move Bernadette here, who's a weak archer on the Red Eagles, she'll just die. Perfect information. So don't mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Um, like the fact that I have to have a, have a weapon triangle printed out next to me the whole time is like hard. It's like, I'm well, like, the I keep... weapon triangle is gone. Is it? Yep. <sighs> wow. The, so the weapon triangle in terms of a hard counter is gone. The difference is, is now axes will earn moves that are really good against knights. Oh. And... Uh, you know, spears will earn moves that are really good well, against fire. You know? My fucking my beefy Reiner boy, whatever his name is, with the with the fucking punches, beef boy. He's not really Reiner. He's more like just a blockhead. But talking about Raph, maybe yeah, Chunko. Talking about Raphael. He's tall. He's very yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah. He's got blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got wrecked by some spells, and I was like, oh, he hates magic. Magic's yeah. a problem for him. Raphael, you know what? He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. Raphael is responsible for one of the most bizarre character interactions I had in this game. Did you get the part where you give people their lost items back? No. Found a burlap sack filled with rocks. And I went to Raphael and I go, Raphael, is this your big burlap sack filled with rocks? And he went, oh my God, prof. I, I totally lost this. I'm sorry. I don't know how I lost it. And I went... You know what? I don't know how you lost it either. <laughs> what so, the fuck are you up to, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling him Young Armstrong because I feel like he's basically flexing and punching rocks. That dude is dumb, by the way. Seems legit. Later on, you'll have a thing where people are going to attack the monster. Oh, no. What do you think they're after? It's like, you know what I think, man? I think they're after the food we got stored up here because it's good stuff. Yeah, Raph. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna break in to steal the biscuits, Raph. Yeah. So you anyway, dumb bitch. I didn't, I didn't go very far, but I did go far enough to know that House Baratheon is the fucking truth. <laughs> and by the time the game was like, yeah, you should go check out and see which one of these three you want to pick, and I'm like, I don't know. He says as he rides on a fucking deer, a golden deer, <laughs> so back into the room. I have, your, I have your ear and I have your attention and you, you're in the mindset. So there are a couple tips that I want to tell you. One, what difficulty are you playing on right now? Oh, well, for, uh, it was to ba it was basically to record a video. Okay. But so no, like, I, do you I, plan I, to continue? I, pl I played it on uh, on classic, on hard. Permadeath. Hard classic. I, I played it on permadeath. Okay. Yeah. But normal classic or hard classic? The only options I have are 
like classic or casual. No, there's a hard mode and there's a normal mode. And then after, when I pressed new game, it asked me if I wanted resurrection or permadeath, and I chose permadeath. Okay. I didn't see any choices. There, there is that. another option for normal or diff or hard. Okay. Right. I don't remember then. Um. Well, that matters. But basically, here's the deal: you can recruit everyone in the school mm -hmm. except for the leader of a house mm -hmm. and their second okay so the leaders of the house would be for you would be claude and hilda yeah. nobody else is getting them yeah that kind of thing all of them by a certain cutoff date where the game shifts gears right mm -hmm. um the e they will tell you that the best way to do it is to hey this girl likes magic so if your magic stats high then maybe she'll join you right fuck that that's not how. You jam fucking flowers and teddy bears and all sorts of shit into their gobs. You take them out to tea and you eat with them. Because if you get B-rank support with a character in a different team, they will just come over and ask if they can fucking hang out with you. Hey, I, I, I already got Leone. I'm good. If you're on permadeath, you're going to want extras. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay? Right. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I, I, so I, 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 dipped, I dipped a toe. For the purposes of seeing what's up. How do you like anime Mrs. Krabappel? <laughs> Isn't it really obvious? Wait, hold on. Are you talking about Cleavage? I'm talking about Manuela. Yeah, Cleavage. Cleavage, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, she's... She can't get a man because her room is too disgusting. I'm just I'm just like, there's... You can't rock that kind of fucking... You can't rock that kind it's of... It's an anime school... In, you could do whatever, in, man. In this fictional time frame, people were way too prude in this world that is not real. <laughs> You're yeah. Um, I, I, last week, I got to have the fun thing of going through comments and seeing that uh, people who know a little bit more about history are like, "Wooly really doesn't like people." Apparently, the one that got me was like, "People were obsessed with leisure back in the day because they were going to die. Mm. <laughs> they were going to die right right away, mm. and art and all that shit." So yeah, gabbing about with your with your anime friends was actually more important before than it was now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that the most anime game you've played in a while? Hard. It's fucking out of control, isn't it? And here's the thing about it: I I mentioned it, but like, uh, so I took a look with the guys. It's gonna it's gonna go up over on Wooly Versus, of course. Uh, when we were watching it, it's like the model quality is better than it's ever been. Yeah. Well. They're, yeah. Right. These are gorgeous 3D anime models doing their 3D anime thing. The art style in Fire Emblem feels like it's it's not super distinct. It's kind of, kind of normal. fantasy anime, whatever. Yeah. But that's it's fine. They're yeah. very, very gorgeous models. The way they're animated is fucking tiddlywinks in the wake of that new Guilty Gear trailer. And I know that's an impossible that, bar. That I is know. the least fair comparison. 100%. I think you have ever made. I, 100%. <laughs> but what I'm, the reason what, but what I'm trying to get at, right, is there's all, until that <laughs> clearly you created a recent reference point. I've always had that. I've complained about it in the past because we made fun of it with the, with the Berserk anime. Yes, right? we did. But when good 3D models move rough, it makes the whole thing feel rough. When bad 3D models move rough, we fucking lol as it's, as guts bounces off the, the, yeah. the frame, right? But um, I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, the animation here is not doing these models justice. Apparently, the um, the team that makes this 
are not the best technical wizards. Yeah. Um, supposedly, I remember seeing people talk about this. I, I didn't have a source for it. The reason why the middle of the school runs badly is because per month, all three variations of the school are loaded in at once. Okay. So it just it's in triple it just, intensive. Yeah. So okay. Because it, it would be simpler to handle. Let's you know let's, stuff like that. Let's crack that nut open for a second, though. It's an unfair comparison to make, right? <laughs> so but let's. Why is that? Is it because the Guilty the Gear scope. team is? It's the scope. Good, and they made a really pretty thing. No, it's the scope. You're you're comparing a 2D fighting game to yeah. a, a 3D strategy RPG mm-hmm. that needs to do way, way more, more in different areas. Yeah. You can. I have always stood by the idea that but, you can compare. It doesn't have to be the same genre. Yes, but it does have to be relatively close. But here's where you can do it: is in the cutscenes, right? Because yes, in, the, in the, the CG cut. In the CG cutscenes, you're using you're seeing the same models yeah. being used in more detailed ways than in game, obviously. Yeah. But still, not so good. Like no, it's. Fine. It's okay, it's fine. you know. But I'm I'm noticing more and more that it's like it's like I'm just like ah, you should be animated better. These, you know what I mean. Okay. This tweening could be done in a, in a pre-rendered say in, in, in an FMV. Not everyone has Guilty Gear or Square Enix or Blizzard's CG. Of course device. not. Like it, they of just don't. Just Okay-ish don't have means acceptable, and that's yeah. fine. But. I just there's times where I see there's moments I saw where I was like ah, I wish that looked better. Let's all remember that with the jump to the switch, Fire Emblem got a. You also have to compare it to its former iteration, I mean, where the characters didn't have fucking feet. Okay, I mean, it, look, it's not it's not as like everyone is on the same page and can understand if I was talking about Pokemon animations because we fucking saw how ridiculous that I shit was is. going there. Actually. Yeah. So like, we're, so everyone's on the same page going, guys, what are you doing? You can do better than that. And yeah. like, we all agree. Yeah. In this case, I'm not saying you're going to fucking nail Guilty Gear. Obviously, they're doing the best thing in the industry right now as yeah. far as anime 3D goes. Uh-huh. But like, there's stuff that is like, ah, that looks, why does that look Jake? Because tighten that up. Because it's not the most expensively made game because it's made by people who put their focuses on other things. Perhaps certain people aren't the world it's talents that they them, are. Though. I mean, it's a it's a big franchise. Made by point. different people this time. Not entirely the same team. They had other people helping from uh, mm. the. Oh, by the way, this does factor in the people at Koei Tecmo that helped make this. Okay, are the people who make the Romance of the Three Kingdoms games. Okay, which is why. Static art. No, it's why the game is just anime romance of the three kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, they, they even fit directly onto the different historical figures. There's two royal figures, and then there's a third figure that will come in to try and scoop up the pieces in the in the ensuing or like. Gotcha. Okay. Well, in any case, you know everything's limited by its budget, so it is what it is. But um, yeah, I'm just I, I, I'm I'm definitely more aware these days of like. Little things like that, I feel, and, and um, it's, it's not a huge deal, of course. It's more than fine, but yeah. there's there, there's been a there's a couple of like like weird head slides, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. While people are talking, and you're like, ah. but anyway, ours is the fury. House fucking Baratheon. Let's go, Cloud.
Say cloud. Cloud. Claude. Mod. It's outrageous cloud. that I can't suck his dick. It is outrageous. <laughs> he's so, like... He's so the gay type. He's so pretty. He's built for he's dick. He's so beautiful. <laughs> it's like... Like, the moment his portrait pops up, it's like, whoa, you know? And, like, he's, and, he's, and he's got the tan. He's got the braid. Yep. What chance did they stand? So, like, to, to break that down, there is, it, like, I, I, I joke about it's outrageous. I can't suck Claude's dick. It is actually kind of disappointing because for same-sex options, the chicks have five. For gay dudes, there is one. And he's he kind of sucks. Okay, he's, it's Sleepy Boy from Black Eagles. The the wait, there's five girls. That's right, and there's one dude. That's right. Oh, hmm. right. And it's like, it's and it's especially crazy since it's like, look at that one. I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were to be, if you were to just be like, sorry, you can't get that one. But we got these. We got this one and this one. And that's this one. what it is. It's because the game is designed to offer you your choices. But uh Fire Emblem for girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's what you need. Yeah. But it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I got I got uh, then I I I I want my Claude and I got I got my Claude. Um I hope you give birth to a creepy deer. A golden deer. Yeah, well. Antlers and all. That's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can check that out, that quick look. Uh, that's going to be going up on Wooly Versus uh, soonish. Um, also took a look at Fiction Sphere. I talked about it. It's a Kickstarter game um, by Team Ein Jahar, the guys that were uh, basically making a Mega Man Zero-inspired game. No, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Uh Real mechanically interesting because it's more than just Mega Man Zero. Uh, it also has a like 2D character action sort of combo system, juggling launchers. Um, you have like uh, 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 supers and meter usage and stamina and like a lot more going on than you would think. And then you hit a B button and then it turns uh, and then your character faces the the background and a cursor pops up and then it turns into wild guns. That's really weird. So you have ga- shooting gallery. That's really bizarre. Sections in addition to combo sections, in addition to Mega Manning sections, and you basically switch between being Zero Mega Man and Wild Guns as you play, and it is quite well done. Um, a lot of mechanics. They throw them all at you in that tutorial. That is a bit like, ooh, you know, it should probably loosen up or at least give you the chance to free form instead of like holding your hand as hard but anyway the kickstarter is successful and it's going to be happening anyway so good on them shout out to fiction sphere before we leave fire emblem i just want to say i think we can find some common ground because there are some cool people in all the houses but woolly can we both agree that the blue lion smell was there even a single interesting blue felix who uh he was he's ed he's virgil Got black ponytail and loves swords. Yeah, he was. He's yeah. literally Virgil. Yeah, he's the one that was dead serious and wanted to. Yeah, I think I called him uh, Neji at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's that guy. He's that guy, right? Um, mm-hmm. but they smell. I can't think of any other interesting ones. I scrolled through 
when I was going through the list. So it's probably it's bad. You know what? You the breakdown is like mostly black eagles. They're very popular, followed by golden deer, and like way, way in the back mm. <laughs> in popularity is fucking um, is blue lions. And I hey blue lions fans out there, mm. hey you God, you it's, keep it's fucking it's, it's Pokemon Go all over again. It's it's Harry Potter. All over again. So, yeah, but the colors are distinctly Zapdos, Moltres, and, and Articuno. Well, they're always those colors. Well, no. Like Hufflepuff, uh, Slytherin, and... Um, you mean yellow, red... Uh, yellow, black... Uh, yellow, blue, green, and uh, red? Were they basic colors? Yeah, they I, always Sly- are. Slytherin wasn't black? Slytherin was green. Oh, okay, alright. They're well. always the same. Like black, e- you're right. Black eagles is red. Yes, but fuck you. But they, you know, fuck you. Black eagle sounds cool. You're, you're, you're wearing red. Yeah, your highlights are red. Everyone wears black. Eat shit. Mm. Fucking whatever. Anyway, Adele Hyde. Adele, what are her? Edelgard. 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 Yeah. You know what I didn't know? But I, I laughed myself silly when I saw Yuri Lowenthal's post. When uh, somebody uh, article came out, it's like Edelgard is the most chosen house leader in in uh, three houses, and you're the Hohenthal just retweeted it with like I'm married to that. It's like I did not know that Yosuke and Mitsuru were married. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's also, a good sounding household. <laughs> so not, didn't she do a, a crazy lady cosplay as well? Uh, I don't know. I think no. You're thinking of uh, Ruben, Ruben my, Langdon's my mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, anyway, Tara Platt, you're cool. Lowenthal and Tara Platt. Nope. So yeah, that's coming up on the channel alongside Fiction Sphere, and uh, we dope. We went back into Mario Maker Two. Um, oh no! With this time without the the. Well, I called it an extreme tour de force in cowardice last time because I just popped the game in and played it. Little did I know I was supposed to appeal to everyone to get their codes of their bullshit levels. That's what you're supposed to do. So I did it. So we went back in and we did it proper this time. How were the bullshit levels? They were bullshit. They were bullshit. I saw somebody make a goddamn, like, old-fashioned first-person... That like, one was thing. fucking creative. It's that was super astonishing. good. You pick one of four directions to go in as you progress through the map. It was incredible. <laughs> Love that one. Yeah, I did exactly that. So anyway, um, that's coming up as well. Oh. You, ever, you ever see these little big planet levels and these these Mario Maker levels? And I'm like, why aren't you just doing anything yeah. for real the person instead who, of this? The person who made a calculator? In Minecraft. Is. Well, I saw the calculator in Little Big Planet. Fine, whatever. Uh, I saw the Pokemon working <laughs> Game Boy. Yeah. In in Minecraft, and it's like, yeah, you're. You just... need to apply this talent somewhere that you own, because <laughs> yeah. you are for real, like analog programming. That reminds me, I got a buddy of mine who does this kind of stupid shit, and he was playing Minecraft with with his pals on a private server, some kind of permadeath long term thing. He built some fucking machine that ruined their server forever. It was some kind of lantern that would flicker on and off ten times every second and caused it to corrupt the chunk, the physical chunks of the world around it so that if you looked at it, your game would crash and you would get stuck in an infinite loading loop. 
Sick. I asked him why he did it. He's like, well, I, I just thought it would be funny. And um, I then, you know, I, I put the number in wrong. I meant to only have it go off one every 10 seconds. But instead, it went off 10 times every per second. second. Well, like, you've... <sighs> Shout outs to shout outs to my buddy Cool Lightning for being a dumbass and ruining his friend's Minecraft server. Shout outs to Gekito Ninja Tyson too when you take Sasuke, when you take Demon Sasuke <laughs> and you do the big uh fireball with both of them and they just clash together and slow the game down to one frame per second, <laughs> then it goes to zero frames per second, and then the game goes <laughs> and then the GameCube crashes. Yeah, that's good. Choice. <clears throat> Last thing is uh, the D&D game I played, or the, not D&D, but the tabletop game I played for D20 Live at Com Bravo. The game recording is up. Uh, I retweeted it. Yeah, we played for a couple hours. It was a good time. I was uh, in the world of Avatar playing Dr. Punchface uh, alongside um, some of the other guests that were there. But uh, go, be sure to check it out if you want to see me doing some tabletop fun stuff uh, on D20 Live. That's up there as well. So... With that, and more on Wooly versus and so oh, on. Oh, that's right. I was recently on a podcast last week. You've also appeared on this podcast, if I remember correctly. Which one? I just want to make sure I get the name exactly correct, because I was mainly just talking about the Yakuza's. Last podcast. No, no, it wasn't level clear. Not that one. It was the last podcast network. It was... Why the fuck can't I remember? Oh, I feel really embarrassed. It's really embarrassing. Okay. Yakuza with Angry Spat. Wizard and the Bruiser. There Wizard we go. and the Bruiser, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've been on that. Yes. Because I kept wanting to say Last Podcast Network, but that's not the name of the podcast. No, Wizard and the Bruiser. Yeah, yeah. we talked about Yakuza's for like a good hour and a half. Yeah. Guess what? It's a cool franchise. No, no. Negoshi's nuts. Yes. So, all that. All that stuff. Um, also, um, until I get back, uh, and even a little bit after that... Um, on Willy Versus, we're doing one video a day just because uh, I'm gone. I, we're cranky. We're recording as much as possible. But as soon as I get back, Min is leaving town for a week Why as well. Why don't you uh, just uh, you know let uh, Reggie and Min handle it while you're gone? Just have them just do whatever without your supervision. So we're going to be doing one video a day. And after that, um, he'll be on vacay for a week as well. And then we'll be back to normal. So for now, we're on slow mode. Yeah. Please enjoy. <laughs> uh, what do we, do we have? Do hey, we, man. Do we even touch news? No, we're uh, about to. All right. Yeah. It was a slow news weekend. Yeah, right? so it was fine. Yeah. Everybody needs a chance to step it up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, uh... Speaking of stepping it up, uh, yeah, like I said, slow news week. Not a bunch to go into, but might as well cover what is relevant. Mm -hmm. So, uh, first off, there is the new Indivisible launch trailer with the release date. Which is October 8th. October 8th confirmed for North America, 11th for Europe, PS4, Xbox, PC, 2019 later on for switch so um this thing has had uh some weird release date stuff uh clarity for a minute but now we know 
Game is pretty much ready to happen. New trailer is super sick, by the way, because pretty all right. it's fucking animated and awesome, and you get to see all the characters being rad. So, yeah, it's going down for real reels uh, next month. They, uh, they also announced the voice acting cast. Wait, two months from now. Which has good voice actors in it, including fucking Worf. Michael Dorn will be there. I'm excited. Was David Hayter not on that list? If I'm not I don't remember. There was a lot. Oh, no, wait. I was making it up with Bloodstained. Never mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Indivisible, man. Come on. Do it. My boy's going to be there. You're going to get to fight the Baz. There's some surprises. Mm-hmm. Some good surprises and how that's going to play out. Everybody loves Worf. Everybody loves Ajna. She's cool. Yeah, she's cool. So many playable characters. Pick your favorites. They're all here. All the warriors, just like we just described in Three Houses. Yes. You're going to love some... Do you like the Kamen Rider? Yeah. Or do you like Shovel Knight? Yeah. Or do you like the tiger-wearing like board girl? Not quite as much as the two you just mentioned, but yeah. Yeah. She's really bored. She's always tired. It's great. Why is that such a common archetype? And it's because people we talked about it. People like tired now. Yeah, tired is is in. Yeah, tired's in. Tired is in. Does that make us like superheroes? No. Well, they, should I watch the boys? Oh, I hear good things about it. Okay, I've read the boys, and it's it's fun, and then it gets kind of tired. So I stopped. I dropped off of the comic. Okay. But there's some real wild shit in it. We were like, holy shit. But I've heard that the show is a lot better. Rich and Jay liked it. A lot of people liked the boys. Yeah. A lot of people liked the boys. Um, Did you watch their Once Upon a Time? No. Why would you watch the spoiler for the movie you didn't watch? Never mind. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did, Wooly. Yeah, I, I, yeah, this is a stupid question. That's right. I, I haven't watched it, but um, I hear that like one, like action wise, they do some really cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how faithful they are to the to the book, but apparently, like I said, people are saying this is a way better version of the story. Mm-hmm. And the comic was, like I said, it was it was fine. It was it was fun. There's some there's some good gags in it and some fun stuff. But then, like once you kind of once it it kind of there's a there's a point where you're like okay overstaying the welcome kind mm-hmm. of you know and whatnot but um yeah i don't know i haven't actually watched the show but they're, right. they're advertising the shit out of it they sure are yeah it's getting th- uh theatrical trailers in yeah. front of movies so literally saw one in front of once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm. so why do you ask i've been thinking about it because it's like what if superman was a jerk and i can identify with that yeah yeah well like we're trying to fucking kick the supers in the balls yeah mm-hmm. i yeah see that's what a bit that's a bit of what wanted was originally <laughs> except they were actually super villains in this case it's not quite that a little mm-hmm. bit different but still um yeah i have to check it out myself all right what do we got news what do we, what do we got? all right so yeah there's that release date who, who did evil uh this week someone <laughs> so do we have to go straight there yeah i know it's on there all right well <laughs> Fortnite got its mechas just like everybody wanted. Yeah. How's it, how's that going? Hashtag remove the mech. Yeah. I saw the main argument being that, like, it's so... Like, it's such a win button that it fucks the game up. All you have to do is watch the video compilations of people just playing and then suddenly dying. 
because you shoot, they just shoot missiles at them from far and then they just die. And there's just you, that's none. it. Yeah, there's no yeah. Uh, it's funny because it's almost like you can see the uh, <laughs> you can see the t- the Apex team being like, yeah, remember that interview where we said we tried to implement mechs and then we didn't do it for good reasons. That's why we did it. Here's why we didn't do it. Because be bullshit. Literally, the turnaround from that announcement and everyone going, holy shit, they just took Titanfall to the number one trending hashtag on Twitter Twitter being remove the mech because everyone hates it is kind of nuts. And particularly for competitive was the complaint. Well, it's um, interesting because when you can have a big th- – in Titanfall, the way it kind of worked is that the mech was rare, but also your mobility options were extreme. So you had ways to not die. Fortnite – has from what I played of it zero mobility options other than building. But if you have a big robot, uh, you, you jump and build your mobility. Sure, yeah. but what I mean is, is like if you have a robot that could just shoot that, what are you what are you supposed to do? So yeah, because of the iteration <laughs> speed of of everything Epic does with this game, <laughs> they were able to create and roll out a thing that apparently ended up being completely busted and unfun for a lot of people. <laughs> But it was a cool idea, and it's something that I would definitely agree to on paper. But, yeah, um, it's a problem, apparently. So, uh, what we get to see here is, yeah, maybe, again, maybe the Apex folks were up to something. Maybe. Maybe they had thought about it more than not at all, perhaps. And they did say that the truth is, is you can either roll out a really weak mech or a really overpowered mech. Yeah. But... Either one creates a problem, so what do you want to do? No one wants to jump in something that's just going to get them killed. Because they're highly visible and all And that no shit. one wants it to be a match winner, because then it becomes the whole point of the game. So, yeah. Yeah. You know? Anyway. It seems like a bad idea. I mean, if everyone could get one with their team that was, like, an intended design thing, thing yeah. then you could have had a game designed around. I feel very out of touch because I've played the Fortnite and I'm like, yeah. If everyone could drop a mech, could drop a Titan, and then each shoulder could have your two team members on it. Yeah. And then you could fight. Build a little fort around it. Yeah. Well, you're trying to you're trying to survive the the battle royale. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know the fucking answer. Trying to survive the Fortnite battle royale. But anyway, Epic did respond. Eventually, they did. Uh, they did decide to make it less frequently available in competitive playlists. It's um, not actually a solution. For, I mean, they didn't <laughs> remove it, but they they made it so that it's harder to get. Um. Now there's a 21.5% chance of between one and three mechs spawning, down from a 100% chance of between, <laughs> of between two and four. It was 100% of matches? Of two to four mechs showing up. What the fuck were they thinking? I mean... For real, like what the actual shit? This is. They also rolled out that sword, didn't they? I did. That went over well. It. I gotta say, this is a weird. Like, I mean, we fall. We've been following this industry for what just fucking twenty years since our childhood or whatever. Every time you say the phrase one hundred percent, yeah, it's hilarious. 
like this had an occurrence rate of 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that happened, you know. What do you want me to tell you? That's fucking stupid. Shame, because, I mean, I still love the idea of fucking mechs being yeah. anything. I will I will always want that. But you need to build the game around the ability to neutralize them. So what you should do, actually, is uh, make it less Fortnite and start building around the mech part of the game. You should, you know, you, you, they should do? They should build around the mech part of the game, and in order to emphasize being able to take down the mechs, they need to give everybody, like, anti-mech-like yep. abilities, mm-hmm. and you take all the building buttons mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. remove them yep and replace them with new buttons about mobility yep. and how to take down the mechs and then you make the mechs more common and of course to balance that out you're going to need to have people spawning in their mechs yeah so everyone's going to need to have their own yeah so let's just remove the entire uh dropping yeah uh out of a mech thing yeah. and just always have you in a mech and then yeah you just you take out the ground people at all so that it's fair to have everyone be in the mech yep and then you're going to need to change the map mm-hmm so you're going to want to put it in a more even play field with less hills. So you want to put it in space. Yep. Like it's zero gravity. But then you're going to have to add. They should just make a Zone of the Enders Battle Royale is what I'm saying to you. That would be the shit. I mean, really cool mecha designs would certainly. you can They can afford Shinkawa. Yeah, sure. Yoji's no, not busy. He yeah. can. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. It's gone from I wish Fortnite wasn't the biggest game in the world to... Could maybe they could make a Fortnite version for me? <laughs> it's, it's more or less what I've been waiting could. on. They could if they wanted. It's what I'm sure. Yeah. But then the name Fortnite is not going to be as applicable anymore. Oh, who cares? So you know, it already isn't applicable to its own game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe a rebranding. Yeah. To the zone. To uh, Gundam Zone. Gun Gun Zone. Nailed it. Gun Zone Boys. There you go. Orbital Frame is such a good... It's so good. I love it so much. Such a good nomenclature. Oh, because it's a little long. It's a little long. It's not like short, but it's also like... Ooh, it's got just a... It's got a lot of syllables in the first, but... It's what I would want them in real life to be called. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, it adopts the language that I would like. It. All right. Well, anyway. Uh... We can talk a little bit about the terminology that was used in Daisuke Ishitawari's recent uh, post. That was a hell of a write-up. That was wild. And I saw a lot of people going, this is just PR talk. And I'm like, this is not the no. way people talk about their fucking no, 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 no. Also, this is also the person who brought us Overture. Yes, it is. And hey. Dust Strikers. Ooh. So it's not a complete, it's not a complete freebie, but the footage clearly showed a fighting game happening. Yeah. Therefore, it is at the very least a fighting game. Not overture. Yes, not overture. But something is going down, and they're clearly, uh, in his You want to break down some of the points here? Because they're wild. Hi, everyone. This is Daisuke Ishitawari, the general director of the Guilty Gear series. Hope you enjoyed the reveal trailer. Not much I can divulge. Yada, yada, yada. The core concept is unlike of past, uh, unlike past titles. Neither evolution nor returning to the roots, not addition or subtraction of elements from existing titles. We're pursuing a brand new experience for Guilty Gear. To achieve that goal, we've disassembled the current franchise into fragments, fragments, sifted out the pieces to make it a unique and charismatic, 
to make it unique and charismatic, using those pieces to have a complete reconstruction of the franchise. What we're undertaking is a full frontal confrontation with the essence of the fighting game genre, a tremendous challenge for Guilty Gear. It is a high-risk move on our part. However, we have an accumulation of plentiful resources and experience, a clear vision, and excitement towards a future of a new possibility. I, I believe in Guilty Gear. I believe in Guilty Gear. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. You know? So, I feel like we can translate that a little bit. And I, I, it, it became, yeah, because I, I got excited. I'm, I'm excited. And I, and, I tw- and I tweeted about it, and... There were a bu- a couple people that were just like like Octopimp was just like fuck yeah uh, Dust Strikers two or, or Isuka two or whatever no, shut up ah, nah. Nah. and uh, you know and whatnot but then yeah there's there's some people that were just like I don't know what does this mean is this just PR speak I don't get it yeah it's it's a little it's a little hard to parse if you're not like all the way in there with that mentality um, so the first thing that I can parse there. He talks a lot about it's not a reinvention, it's not an evolution, we're not adding or subtracting. For better or for worse, Street Fighter has shit in it that is fucking sacrosanct. It's Street Fighter. There's six buttons, right? When you get hit on the ground, you're on the ground. You're on the ground, you know? Uh, you know, Blaze Blue over its life cycle, had systems added, had systems removed, had systems tweaked. Guilty Gear over its life in many sequels. It's been the same core game. It's just add more meter added. Now this meter taken away. Now this system added or clarified, whatever. This feels like they said, okay, throw Exerd or Revelator in the garbage. Throw DBZ and and fucking Blaze Blue in the trash. What do people like about Guilty Gear? What's Guilty Gear about? Cool characters and rock music that will t- absolutely be in there, right? Yeah. What about the fighting? People like OTGs. Do they like joggles? Yeah. What kind of stuff do they like? Yeah. And instead of even working on the framework of the old thing, it is it is more like they are making a brand new fighting game series, just using the lessons they learned from Blaze Blue, Persona F- Arena. Uh, uh, DBZ, etc. To it, it is less a sequel to Exerd than it is its own thing. It just happens to be Guilty Gear. Exactly. So the confusion a lot of people were having was just again, it's based on like the fact that it's the details of what Guilty Gear has been are probably going to change, while the overall style aesthetic and presentation will continue to be what you know and love because that's what we love about it um so uh movement might be really different uh buttons might be different things right dust might be gone who knows right it might it might be uh like cooldowns instead of yeah you know m- motion inputs it, it feels like the kind of, it's it's more about walking in and going okay nothing can't get cut we're willing to throw anything that doesn't work in the trash let's make regardless a, if it's been around forever we know it's a fighting game we know this is what it looks like let's let's see what we can do and then somebody said well what about soul and kai and then daisuke fucking jumped the table at that bitch and they had to pull him <laughs> off him <laughs> So they had, uh, they very clearly said this is a high risk maneuver, and he's been willing to flip the table before. Yeah. Overture was the highest possible risk that did not pay off because it was a bad idea. 
Um, the probability of people that are fans of the existing system not getting what they're looking for yeah. is a coin flip, right? If it's simplistic, if it is too different from what you've come to love, it would be pretty hard to accept. I mean, look, like Street Fighter to Street Fighter EX is a whole different thing, but it has shadows of its former self. If this is truly as different as they're saying it's going to be, um, I mean, hey, as, as long as it's fun. I saw a really good question. And has depth. Just now. Yeah. I was like, if they're willing to change everything about Guilty Gear, why is it still Guilty Gear instead of something completely new? Yeah. To that, I guess I would say there's two reasons. One, Guilty Gear's a known name. Two, which I think is actually more important, Dicegate is the Guilty Gear. Yes. It is... There are few game series ever that have been more someone's baby than Guilty Gear has been Daisuke's child. And every iteration of it is a truth that he sees for what this is supposed to be. The man writes the scenario, most of the storylines, designs a lot of the characters, voices some of the characters, including the main character, writes, performs the music, comes up with the general idea of the... like. Daisuke is Guilty Gear. Big OC, do not steal. But, yeah, he, uh, like, so that's, like, he's willing to to change the shit and keep it, like, like, the fact that it was, literally, he came out at one point and, and made a statement to the effect of everyone from Guilty Gear X that is not Soul, Kai, and Dizzy is not canon. <laughs> They're all... Omake characters with bonus stories that happen in the world, yeah. but the only things that matter to the plot are these three. These three right here. And I was like, "What?" You know, and he's like, "Yep, that's how he feels." You know, it's his big world in his head. It's his thing. It's the ultimate OC adventure. We'll have to find out, man. We'll find out soon because it'll be playable at Arc Revo, uh, you know, in November. So. We'll 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 get a, a closer look, but I feel like we're gonna still see based on that footage, right? It's gonna we're gonna see two D fighting, yeah. but everything that you do mechanically might be off flipped so, on its head. Let's take for example, Street Fighter Five gets revealed and it's Chun Li versus Ryu, right? What is it? Was it a fucking two minute match or some yeah. shit? Yeah. Okay. What we do? We fucking stared at it. Okay, they activated something. What is that? Like an alpha counter? Okay, wait. No, is that is that like a is like, like she blocked his sweep and his foot didn't go through her. Oh, okay. So we got right. But we were using Street Fighter terminology. Yeah. Normally, you would do that with any game. You know, yeah. use guilty. Now it's like I'm gonna. Is that anything like faultless? De- no, it's nothing like faultless defense. I imagine faultless defense will be gone. Actually, that's probably the, the, one of the first things to go. But uh. Like what is okay? He launched him. Is that a dust? No, it's a lo- it's a launcher. <laughs> I think right. It, I think PKSHS might be gone. Yeah, I, I absolutely so. believe it'll be gone. And and this is the type of message you give when you're going to shake things up that hard. This is what this is the message you give right before you drop injustice that doesn't have a block button. Right. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's people go fucking crazy because it's a more combat game with no block button. If this goes down badly, and he creates Overture 2. 
The man made XX, the man made Ixert, but he also made Overture. And, and that makes a, it's the fu- who has a track record like that? Judgment Isuka Dust Strikers. He does not hot trash. He does not have patience for standing still with the franchise. No. He does not want the same thing to exist going forward and be and, and remain stagnant. He desperately wants to break into new shit. And every time he he does, like, those portable games, whatever, they're portable, so nothing happened. It's fine. Yeah. You can throw them out. Overture, that was an expensive, hot failure. Here, hey, we're saying Overture, but we're not actually, to people who are not super familiar with Guilty Gear, like, laying the groundwork for what a disaster Overture was. Overture is not called Overture. Overture is Guilty Gear 2. 2. Guilty Gear was a PlayStation 1 fighting game. This is the sequel to that game. And then we got... Not X or double X. decade of Exert. subtitled Street Fighter-style fighting game editions that were all fantastic. And then we got Guilty Gear 2. The fucking... Oh, my God. It's the sequel to... Oh, my God. This game sucks! It is. This game is terrible! It's not a fighting game. It's a third... It's a single-player MOBA. It's a single-player MOBA. It's a third-person... <laughs> You uh, run around and you do stuff, and there's a lanes and creep. Hey, you know what's hey? What's the what is the single strongest thing about Guilty Gear aesthetically? It's character designs, right? How many of our favorite characters returned in Overture? Oh, right, none of them. Two, the two main <laughs> Ryu and Ken, and Chun Li was in a block of eyes, and it invented sin. Sin was okay. Sin was born in Overture. Okay. So, yeah. But there was that weird dog man. Yeah. Valentine was there as well. It's, it's like there, he's, so he's really willing to flip the table and he's desperate to do it because he's done it so many times before. So this might not work, but I have faith in Guilty Gear, especially Exert at this point in time being as good as it fucking is. And the look of that game right now. Um, yeah, I'm down. I love the system in Exerd, Rev 2 specifically. I love it. I'm down to see something new and crazy. That is as long as it's still fun, has depth, and has uh, a consideration for the for what the people that love Guilty Gear at the moment love about it. You know? Without discarding anybody. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm excited, but also scared. I mean, we saw a stage transition into a wake-up DP Volcanic Viper. The most important thing was that at least it's still a goddamn fighting game. So at least that bullet dodged. Yes, the camera was in the right place. <laughs> so that's that's all, most of my fear is gone. So there's that. Um, you remember seeing Overture for the first time? I had... Like about an hour of oh hold yeah, on maybe there's a lot of stuff here. He's a really smart guy. There might be something here. The demo came out on Xbox Live. I remember it sure did. And I played a bunch of it, and I was like, oh, I like over and over for like half an hour. I I remember just feeling like I don't want to see Soul Bad Guys back. <laughs> not really, no. I don't, it's not what I want to look at. I want to look at his one and three quarter side profile. Had the game been an exceptional action game, that would be something different. But then the franchise might be something different. So it's almost a good thing that it wasn't. 
Like if platinum was there for like, you know, some fucking amazing. <sighs> yeah. You know. Anyway. Uh, bu- 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 speaking of talent, I made reference to this uh, some time ago, but here it is in montage form for everybody. We've got the NBA two NBA two K voice acting. Woo, you found it. Did you see it? Oh, I saw. Oh, I saw it. Oh man, it it is. Just it is a good you, time. You guys with act with with be basketballers being told to act tonight, to look at the paper and read the words. The players, on the other hand, are going to reserve judgment. How's that? You know. <laughs> Wolves. You got all the skill to make a you know when you, but you can the hear their the eyes tonight. reading down Tom the paper and, yeah. and hesitating at certain points. And line breaks. Right. Uh, if I have to learn anything, is that you have to tune out the It's something real Only special because what happened between the lines. You know how we're sitting here. I'm like, I'm not a good actor. I'm a terrible actor, right? I'm not a fucking actor, man. And because, like, I know people who are actors. I know people who perform and plays and, you know, all sorts of shit, right? Yes. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Holy shit. Holy shit. I forgot. Oh, my. I fucking forgot. No weather service. We had an unanticipated <laughs> storm in the building tonight. These Home guys are really good at scoring the bam, ball. Bam, they sure bam. are. They're, um, they're world-class ball scorers. Boom. They another can one. take that, that ball, and they can run a you little bit, like and, and throw the ball. For us. <laughs> Who had <laughs> All right, the look. Book, like I'm gonna put the link in the fucking description right for anybody. Uh, but yeah, man, this is just—it's fucking wild. Like a wild Spike Lee joint, no more. But I'm kind of sad. And you know what? My my favorite part is I watch that in the back of my mind. I hear Mr. Burns go, "We did 50 takes, and that was the best, best one." one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, two quick pieces here. One, there's gonna be just before um, Gamescom starts. There's gonna be a Stadia Connect event where answers might be given. We'll find out on the 19th. So stay tuned to the Google Stadia channel where they will say what the fuck is up. Quite frankly, I'm I'm I'm. I really want to know, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to see that controller. I want to. Uh, have we still not seen the fucking controller? Have we seen the? Con- I don't remember seeing a controller. guys. Have we seen the controller? I don't remember seeing a controller. You tell me if I saw it. I might have seen it, but I don't remember seeing a controller. Because I don't remember the controller. I don't. Oh, we have. We have. Oh yeah. Okay. I guess I saw it. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> fucking deleted that memory. Uh. And this last one here is uh, maybe you can explain this a bit, but all right, I find this interesting. What do you got? What do you uh, got for me? FF14's main quest will be shortened soon. Oh man! In patch five point three. So I actually have a lot to say about this. If you're willing to talk. Oh, did you just opt to not? It's something that I wouldn't have thought would have rated for news. I think it's interesting that they're shortening the main quest of a video game. So. 
You you have been I'm going to catch you up a little bit on a discussion we've already had me and you. You remember a while ago I described what is known as a jump potion. A jump yes. potion is an MMO uh Destiny has them too. You you pay a fee, you skip to a certain level mm-hmm. or you skip past certain expansions or whatever so you can get to that juicy end game, mm-hmm. right? Now I don't recommend these. I think these are a really bad idea. I think you're ro- you're paying to invalidate things you've already paid for, I think it's baffling, right? However, I cannot deny the problem that FF14 has is a development problem that is like five years old. So they did the a Realm Reborn thing, right? They they fixed the game. Wow, it's a new MMO. Ooh, it's pretty good, right? So they had a plan, and they've stuck to that plan since, where they do a patch cycle, and the patch cycle is extremely rigid. Point O comes out. Which is your expansion. So right now, Shadowbringers is 5.0. Has the expansion, a couple bosses, yada, 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 the raid, whatever. Point one comes out, and that's a catch-up patch, right? And it adds a couple story beats, a couple story missions here or there. Like, I don't know, like 10, 15 story missions, right? And they're pretty good, right? And then it's still point two. And then point two adds the new raid and yada, yada. And it, and it has been the same layout every time. Uh-huh. Point one, point two, point three, point four, point five, and then point five five, which is the hey, the expansion's coming patch, right? Mm-hmm. When they did it for a realm reborn back in two point one, they really were desperate to give people as much value as possible. But what that means is that you hit level cap in Final Fantasy fourteen at fifty, the old level cap, the original one, a realm reborn, and then you have. 100 storyline quests. It is actually exactly 100 in between you and Heavensward, which is one of the best expansions the game ever had. It is so long that by the time you actually even get to the expansion, you will have probably leveled past its old level cap. When are you intended to do those? You you, you, the main quest in fourteen is one is A B C D E F. It's it's all in a straight line, and you're if, intended to do them in order. And if you do main quest only, yeah, are you anywhere near? Oh yeah, no. That what they do when the expansion comes out, they make all the old main story stuff. Make sure to like give you tons of XP in t- itself. Yeah, so that you'll always hit close to what you need to be at that. Okay. But the big deal is like, say you want heaven. It goes a realm reborn, heaven's word, stormblood, shadowbringers, right? Say you're playing Heavensward, right? You beat the you beat the main campaign, then you do the patch quests. The patch quests in their sum totality, right? All all five of all five of the batches are about half as long as the main campaign. And they're pretty good, they're pretty concise. When they come out, they're short. How many are there? Uh but in Heavensward, maybe forty. Right? And they're pretty good. The problem is the Aurum Reborn ones are not pretty good. There's 60 of them that are like fetch quests. And they are and because the game's actual landmass was small, they have you be like bumping around all over the place and it is it is like a dozen hours of busy work and it is placed right at the end of something that's pretty good and right before something that's great and it fucking sucks it is the number one part that people quit playing triforce maps it is triforce maps got it but it's triforce maps at this point in time that stops you 
from playing the next Zelda games. That's right there, waiting for you. You're not allowed to play Breath of the Wild until you finish your Triforce maps. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So people say, buy the jump to get to Heavensward. Right? Fuck it. Fuck it. Because that part sucks so much ass. Mm -hmm. So people are saying, guys, fuck. There's actually not that much story content there. Can you fucking shave it please god and they are finally so new game plus is coming in the next patch in 5.1 which is basically just going to be hit a button and all the main scenario quests have their their complete flags unlocked so you're able to just go i i did you complete all those no you didn't they're all free to continue to do again at your leisure right so they're still there but you just don't yeah because you completed them on your character uh, and then for 5.3, they are going to work on, I guess this would be called new player experience because it's of like, there are parts of the main story in Final Fantasy 14 that really, really fucking drag. And that is level 32 to 40 and level 50, I'm doing air quotes, till the start of the next expansion. These are the parts that people quit during because they're slogs. <sighs> okay, but at the time when it was new... It was like not. It didn't feel like bloat at the because t- it was busy work you were being at the time given. It didn't, it didn't feel like bloat because it was like wow the new patch came it's out. It's the it latest out, thing to and do. And the new patch came out with twenty quests. There's new shit, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But that's five years ago. Uh this genre has problems, man. <laughs> this genre has fucking problems because you're basically just like you have a character. And you're just waiting for, like, little pellets to be dropped in for things to do to keep you in the fucking thing. Uh-huh. But that stuff is only interesting as long as you haven't done it yet. So, I will correct that. The Heavensward stuff patch cycle, the uh, Stormblood patch cycle, they're great. They're really good. Nobody complains about them because they're really good. They're They're concise. You go to they they feel like natural parts of the ma- the main story, right? The stuff from Around Reborn does not feel like part of the main story. It feels like busy work to make it feel like there was content when there wasn't. Yeah. And that was annoying at the time, but people said, "Well, they're doing their best. They're giving us content, right?" Yeah. And every expansion that comes out, new players hit that wall. And they're hitting it comparatively earlier in the grand scheme of things. And it is the number one thing that stops people. So they're going to say, okay, we can probably, they can probably trim about 80% of those and lose literally no story content. There are, there, there, in, in particular, there's one. There's yeah. a quest about halfway through this process. Where you have to go find three NPCs and play fucking hide and seek with them. Because, oh, there's injured guys after the battle. Go find them. And it gives a big, broad, like, you know, area marker. And I couldn't... I I looked for one for like an hour. And, oh, he was on top of a pipe that I had to climb, right? There's actually no content in that quest. Because it's literally just take care of these guys after the fight. If that quest got cut, it would make no difference other than removing... 10 minutes to an hour and a half of busy work. It's nice that this is coming about and it's, it's, I like, the, again, I like the idea of this type of like, okay, fine, yeah, we can actually admit you don't need any of this and this is a drag yeah. right now. But this is the only kind of genre where this can happen. No, it's not. 
what, like is there like I can give you a fighting game example. Okay, because I'm trying to because I was trying to think of like games where uh there's no set or like there's no set real endpoint. You're just kind of in a holding. I can give you a real until example. Until the next content drop. It's not exactly the same mechanically, sure. but development-wise, it is. Okay. You ever you ever play a fighting game, and the last character to get released from the season pass got way more love than the first one? Yeah. Now, what if it wasn't a character? What if it was an entire game? An entire game... But it, this is not a not just the quality though. This is also a number. It is thing. also the quality. Yeah. Okay. The the, the but when you said you said a hundred, it's a lot. Like it even no, if they, but Wooly, you know why the quality is low on them because they said we have to make a hundred. Yeah. Instead of we have to make 40. twenty. Yeah. Right. And so they spread the same resources out. All it it is it and the other thing is like hmm. imagine if Street Fighter. Four came out, and you know this is actually a decent one. And each release was its own game, right? And every new batch of characters was like a full game's worth more interesting and developed than the old ones. Mm -hmm. This would be the equivalent of going back to the vanilla cast and giving them a touch up, Mm -hmm. because people want to play as Ryu, but Ryu looks like shit next to DLC Guile. I guess it's just well, yes, like Smash DLC, like Smash DLC, like exactly like Smash DLC. Actually, it's the look p- at Hero, look at him. But I guess it's like, but there's a difference though between. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to because the analogy here, there's a part of this where it's like, yeah, but you're talking about annoying busy work, yeah, and that's never fun. Nope. But they wanted to give the feeling of giving everybody tons and tons of content. And it was a mistake. So here's the thing. In 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 a Destiny, in a WoW or whatever. Hey, you know that old content that sucks ass? That's outdated? You don't have to do it. Because the way FF14 structures its main story, you absolutely have to do it. You can't not do it. And so because they have made it integral... They kind of need to go back and catch it up to at least acceptable standards compared to literally the whole rest of the game. Yeah, it's just it, it's incredibly weird to th- to think of. Like, so my my advice a fix to a problem like this being we're throwing a bunch of them out. They're not going to throw them out. Well, they're going to essentially re-edit. They're them. here, but you don't need to ever pay attention to them again. No, no, they're going. They're going to change all the ones that actually have story beats will remain. Mm-hmm. All the boss fights in, and encounters will all remain. They're literally just going to take out the quests and edit them that are like, go deliver this fucking letter to this guy and then come back. That, that's it. It's it, it's going mm. to be relatively similar. Just okay. just one third the time. It's, it's It's to the point where if you feel like this is the kind of thing that would put you off... I would say wait until 5.3, which would be next year. Hmm. That I mean, again, it is uh, like it is very interesting that this is even a consideration that they're making. 
I've it's never heard of anything like it. I've never heard of anything like it. So I I have heard of one game like it, and WoW did it, and they did it for their entire game, and it was a disaster with Cataclysm. Where they just called all the the the, the all, that's why Classic WoW exists. Mm. They they were like, no, we want to redo it better, and like they did, but they did it for the whole game. They didn't do it for a quest chain. Mm. They did it for the whole fucking game, and it was a disaster. I remember when Twitter did it. <sighs> now we got new Twitter. I don't want new Twitter. I don't want it on the side. I want it on the other side. It was fine there. I want it on the top, and yeah. then I don't need that trending tab everywhere I go. All I don't the time. need the trending tab anywhere I go. We can just. Get rid of that, please. Hey, look, uh, Gordon Ramsay's trending on Twitter. Why? Oh, he yelled at somebody about food. Fucking shocker. I love Gordon Ramsay, but still. I also don't need to see because you follows. Those aren't necessary. I follow people that I want to see stuff from, and I like what I like, but I don't need to see what they like. Because Did you know follow. that somebody you like follows psychopaths? <laughs> I mean, yes, I do now. Like Sonic Fox has embraced the fact that he's like he's his like, Twitter's unwatchable. He's just like, yo, if you follow me, lol, <laughs> get ready for the mix-up because <laughs> because because you follow Sonic Fox. Oh God, <laughs> no, not now, not oh. here. Oh, that's mm. Mm, nah, man. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm good. Well, anyway. All right, let's take some letters and get out of here. Hey, if you want to fucking, if you want to fucking, uh, what do you call it? Can I get a fucking, uh, uh, <laughs> what was the other guy's shirt? I fucking forget. Uh, it was the it was the the. Can I get a fucking uh? I forget the other guy's shirt. It was good though. Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail dot com. It's, it's Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail dot com. My fucking legs are sweaty right now. Mm. I don't like it. Mm. You have to go home and wash my nuts. You should do that anyway. No, but I mean, I have to go do it right now. Hello, coward and super coward. Oh, can I be super coward? I've been recently looking at Sam's show as a game that interests me, but I've encountered the weirdest issue with a fighting game. There are no characters that appeal to me or stand out from watching gameplay or looking at the roster. I'm usually able to pick out a few in the roster that I know I'm going to play before buying. Have you ever had trouble finding a character you like in a game? Yeah. All the time. If I can't find one, I usually just stop playing that game, and I feel sad. Prior to, like, uh... Mila and Rig existing. DOA, I didn't have any huge standouts. I like, I, I kind of fell towards Ein because I'm like, okay, his design is kind of cool, I guess, but I didn't, nothing really screamed out to me. And Hayabusa is awesome, but I didn't want to main Hayabusa. Just, you know? <sighs> He's the super ninja, man. You can't. So, you know, and I didn't want to main Zack either, so. Yeah, I just did DOA always kind of had that issue to me. Um, but yeah, it happens. There's games, there's games that come out where you're just like, I don't know, you know? Mm. Um, God, old Mortal Kombat. I, I mean, I guess Jax, but ugh. yeah. Sub Zero and Reptile are cool ninjas. 
yeah, it uh, it's sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes well, you, you guys know, stop waifu battling in there. It's creepy, weirdos. You know, it, it's it's annoying when there's no clear like, oh, absolutely this. Yeah, you know, um, there are fighting games that have the audacity to come out that don't have grapplers. I'm like, why would I even play this game? <laughs> why would I even look at it? Uh, I'm trying to think of like. It's got to be something with like a big roster where I just didn't fall in any given direction. But Marvel Infinite. I don't know. Nailed I'm drawing it. a blank right now. Well, anyway, it does happen, but I can't. I can't pull anything out. Don't pull it out. I mean, I used to do Yoshimitsu until Steve. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's not abnormal. But um, there's a whole new season of DLC coming to Sam's show, so you might like some of those characters. Check yeah. those out too. Uh, and let's... if you play Tekken, uh, it's quite likely a character you like from a different fighting game will show up. <laughs> okay. We got. One coming in here uh, from Josh Moa says, Hello, Beasts in the Super Castle. Yesterday I was playing uh, UMVC3 with my nephew, who's about 14 or 15. We we're having fun. And uh, I showed him some TAC infinites later. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, he, and he said, that's cheating. What the hell? And I agreed. But in my head, I thought, is it cheating? It was allowed in tournaments, but anyone who did them didn't get, and anyone who did them didn't get banned. So where do you draw the line on glitches like this i think you should call your uh was his nephew yeah yeah you should call him a, a fucking scrub and dance around him it's interesting because when like, you want to see a fucking infinite <laughs> it's it's interesting because it's like <laughs> there is stuff where you where you like it's there is stuff back in the day where they'd be like yeah that's banned um i think like like bugs where it's like you can't play anymore. Yeah, Gambit leaving the fucking screen and, and shit like that. They're like, come on, get the fuck. The out game of here. is now just gone. The Magma Death Trap for your you cabinet. have to. You have to ban that because the, there is no game left. Yeah, right? you've broken the situation. That bullshit with uh, what was his name? What was Kim's brother's name? Uh, you in, mean, you th- are you thinking of uh, uh, um, Kim Soo Il in, in the, Kizuna Encounter? Or no, 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 no. I'm thinking about uh, J- KOF like 2001. 2K2, the white hair. Oh, 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 uh, uh, not Jaehoon. Uh, yeah, what was his fucking name? Uh, oh, God, yes. Whatever, but his bullshit, oh, get hit while rolling in the fucking middle of the air, and now you can fucking just low kick people in the face Jun. infinitely. Jun, yeah. Yeah, Jun. like, get, get fuck off with that. Um, yeah. But in, like, in team games, if you have touches of death, it's fine. Because at worst you're killing one member of their team, yeah, and then they have to deal with a mix-up, and then the game resumes. <laughs> if it's not a team game, then we need to talk. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Tekken, which has <laughs> touched his death all over the fuck place. But but like if it's a skill based, thing, it's 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 like if you can run stop fierce with El Forte all the way through, then you deserve fucking it. God bless, because your hands are machines. Hey. Let me ask you a question. Is Tekken 3 out of 5? Tekken is 3 rounds. Oh, it's 2 out of 3. It's 2 out of 3 games, but it's uh, 3 out of 5 rounds. 
Three out of five rounds. Well, uh, no, well, whatever. First to three rounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I always felt that in a non-team game where you can just make people die, they all seem to go up to three to five rounds. Have you noticed that? Virtual Fighter and Tekken both have three out of five for as their standard because in those games you can just die. Any games that are too fast <laughs> is where that happens. Yeah. Like, uh, Anytime that there's a, like, I remember when Skullgirls, they were like, maybe we should do this three out of five. Because motherfuckers were just dying way too quick. Mm -hmm. So then they're like, yeah, we can fit in an extra game without sacrificing tournament time. Yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, cross tag battle as well. BB tag is fucking like. But yeah, get the fucking salt shaker out for your nephew and start dancing. Mm -hmm. Again, you get another shot on incoming. Unless you're fighting X-23, in which case you are dead. Fucking start infiniting him and then start fucking asking him, is this cheating? Dirt nap. Am I cheating right now? Dirt nap. Uh, Evan says... Crush your nephew's spirit. Lulu was not the first big titty goth GF. She was not? Elvira. Oh yeah, you're right. Google He's totally right. Elvira. He's, it's 100% right. We don't I don't see Google Elvira. We know Elvira. Elvira's still hot as fuck. I don't know if you know that. Probably. No, not probably. No, she still occasionally does Elvira. She's still hot as fuck and her tits are huge. What is she like 60s? Yeah. Good for Elvira. She's a vampire or some shit. The original big titty goth GF. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's completely right. I feel stupid that I forgot. Uh, we got one here from Noah. He says, Dear Castle Super Beast, uh, currently most of my friends only play Smash, specifically Melee or PM, but they're moving to Ultimate. Another friend I've been trying to introduce to fighting games. As a friend, I've been trying to introduce them to things like, uh, Guilty Gear, Skullgirls, Soul Calibur Tekken, etc. Uh, however, every time we sit down and I show them the ropes, they bounce off and launch into complaints about the games that aren't Smash. They have minor complaints like there's too many moves to remember and, I always remember their biggest complaint is that it lacks movement options. I feel constrained. The freedom of movement around the map and mind games is what I like about Smash. I don't get that with 2D or 3D fighters. This, of course, feels like nonsense to us. 2D or 3D fighters are ripe with mind games and movement options and so on. So my question is, is there anything I can do to show or explain to them? No. Uh, what uh, makes other fighters uh, a little less bumpy? What makes them good? And uh, should I just give up and find new friends? Just joking, of course. Thanks for all you do from Velden. Um, quite frankly, like, to Smash be honest, is different. Is, Smash is different, and the, yeah, we do know games that have movement options. I mean, fucking Marvel is all about that. But, um, you can also just respect that they like Smash and only Smash, and that's totally okay. And then start treating them appropriately. Um. Whatever that means to you. If you tried, and they said, nah, and then you tried again, and then again, and then again, and they went, nah, with each attempt... Then that's fine, man. You can just like fucking you can you can tap out there. It's cool, man. It's not gonna work, and that's okay. They're allowed. You're allowed. More room in the shower for you, buddy. And that analogy makes no sense. At no, all. but I'm either way. Um, I'm not. I don't believe in shoving things down people's throats. You know, like just if they like it, they like it. Uh, hey, you want to get Wooly into something? Tell him that it's really cool, but you can't tell him why. <laughs> Statistically more likely that he'll check it out. Dare Wedge and Pulley. 
recently became aware of a meme trend in Mario Maker 2 where most people post responses within levels in, like, insert thing in level here, gang. They can range from anywhere from nothing to hard, to no, from noting hard to reach places, but people have managed to reach, i.e. upper left hand corner gang, to absolute lull so random bullshit, third Goomba from the left gang. It's everywhere and every level and even semi-popular, and while I know it's ultimately harmless, uh, and the likely the doing of children, I can't help but be irritated by it. <laughs> am, I, am I so out of touch, or is it the children who are wrong? You're out of touch, man. Yeah, that shit's hilarious, dude. Yeah, like fucking <laughs> whatever gang, blank gang, blank is gang hilarious. is the best. You need to fucking chill, George. <laughs> like, sorry, bro. That shit's funny. People like to form little group communities to differentiate themselves from other communities, and when it's this stupid, it's all in good fun. Why would there be a third Goomba from the left gang? Yeah, because exactly. yo, the third Goomba from the left. That's what it's about. So, yes, you are out of touch. And lastly, time-locked content in single-player games. Let's hear it. Uh, Cam from the States writes, they're Wat and Pooley. I recently missed out on an elusive target in Hitman 2. Time-limited target. Sticks around for 10 days, disappears forever. It also disappears if you fail the mission. Yeah, you get one shot at those. At the risk of sounding entitled, I hate the feeling of anxiety that the time-locked content in a single-player game gives me, even if the rewards are purely cosmetic. Do you think such content should be allowed or not? Should any content be added to a game after launch remain in the game? I know MMOs have similar events, and the context for them is different from a single-player game. All right, so I will give... Uh, I'm very familiar with the, the elusive targets, and I also play a shit ton of games that have this exact thing. Um, I'm going to include non-competitive games as, as single-player games here, like a Monster Hunter. Um... The elusive targets are there because Hitman is a game about replaying the same levels a million times and doing every permutation of events and learning them perfectly. So the elusive targets showing up and going, we're going to dump this fucking target and you don't know what they're going to do. You don't know where they're going to be. You don't know. You know, that kind of thing. Yep. And demanding that you use total mastery of a level to deal with it is thrilling and fascinating and cool. I have never done one, and I hate that I haven't, because I've never been into that game, like, far enough and knowledgeable enough of, of it at the time when the elusive target shows up, and then they are actually fucking gone forever. They never come back in, a like, a, a season pass or, Do like, a game Do you see it pop up and decide, I'm not good enough to take the risk? No, it's it's literally, I was not playing the Hitman 1 when those things were available. Got it. They are supposed to be an incentive to get, get in. in. Um, monster, but the elusive targets, out of all of the time-limited things, I think are the smartest and the most interesting. And the people who do play those games, like, religiously, it is a reward of their total mastery. I think the way Monster Hunter has handled its events has completely killed my desire to play Monster Hunter until Iceborne comes out, which is now in January, right? They're doing an event right now that every event they have ever had in Monster Hunter is now available. So you can do all of them. I don't want to do any of them because if I don't do them by such and such a date, they'll all be gone. I won't be able to get those things anyway. I hate it. I couldn't stand they'd roll out a boss that you can only fight for two weeks. But is this not now happening for people who have missed the opportunity? Yes. So why is that bad? It's good that they brought it back, but the way they used to do it in Monster Hunter, Event Quest would come out, and then it would just be available permanently forever. Oh, yeah, that's better. Right? That's just better. Yeah. And, better. like, feeling rushed 
to do it in Monster Hunter, it sucks. So they're doing that in five where they have these costumes that they've rolled out. I was like, I'm totally gonna get those monster never not never got a single piece. Yeah. I went, I got I got Nero, I got the the Rathalos, you know, I got a couple. And then they had like Captain Commando and some other really obscure Capcom characters that I'd like to get. And they're rightfully like if you're a big Capcom mark, then you're gonna wanna come and get this cool shit. But they're in and then they're gone and the way, yeah, I kind of hate that. I understand why it's there, and it's it is effective at forcing you to boot the game up when you otherwise wouldn't have, yeah. for sure. Um, it you can say it's a reward for those who stay dedicated to it, but I just think it feels bad for most people. I th- so, and I don't think you should put a thing in your game that feels bad for most people, and even if it's supposed to be an incentive, I, I think you can make it feel good. Even and even if you wanted to do like a time limited thing, you could at least have a rotation or like make it so that it is um i mean overwatch had those events right they had their their events yeah. where you get an outfit and like at the very least if you if you have a head start for a while until an unlock point where it's like and now we're they're all back around and available yeah if you wait long enough you just got the head start mm-hmm. that's fine that I I can accept that where this costume will be the, the that DMC stuff or that Monster Hunter stuff will be gone for the rest of the year yeah until the end of the year and then you can get it for whatever purpose. one of the interesting yeah. things that Warframe has this uh, thing called Night Wave which is twelve weeks of like kind of weekly challenges that you would do to earn enough ranks to get special cosmetics yeah one of the things that's listed on the big big super fancy special cosmetics this is not the only time this will ever be available yeah now nightwave we're on nightwave season 2 the nightwave season 1 stuff is still gone and there's no news about when it will ever come back but one day somehow it will come back yeah right i knowing that it is a permanent one and done ski uh in the time frame that you're playing it does not feel good. And also, if you have limited attempts, I get that there's a challenge there, but I've talked this to death in Sekiro. Yeah. That's not fun. So, we're did so I a saw a challenge s- that you have to learn and, sur- and, and surmount is fun. I saw somebody say this, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, "Pat, you're crazy. Why would this make you want to stop playing Monster Hunter?" Well, I really feel like playing Monster Hunter anyway because I'd done everything in that game that I wanted to do. But we're talking, and yes, I'm crazy. I take these kinds of bad feelings too far because I have the OCD and it makes me, yeah, I want my, my goblins. But um, we're talking about loss aversion. And that's what it's actually about. It's like you, you you make this limited so that people's loss aversion kicks in. So they do it, so they log on and they're they're engaged, right? It's difficult to make something like this where the loss of, the loss of the loss aversion doesn't feel like garbage. Especially compared to the the getting the thing doesn't feel that great in comparison, right? Yeah. If it's like, uh, so I look, I'm playing Destiny right now, right? I looked up, what did I miss that's permanently gone forever, right? Yeah. Some cosmetics and some emblems. That's it. I'll live, mm-hmm. right? What I miss, what did I permanently miss from Monster Hunter if I don't play this week? All the cool Vateroth weapons. This this extra special version of the Witcher quest, you know, stuff like that. 
But even when it is just cosmetics, I mean, in Street Fighter, it is just cosmetics. In Overwatch, it is yeah. just cosmetics. But if they're right. really crazy, fancy, super nice cosmetics, you're like, ah. Yeah. So there's nothing saying you can't do that. And there's no, is this allowed? Should be this? Should this be allowed? You can do whatever the fuck you want with your video game. I think that's fine to allow it. Except for not display loot box I percentages. Don't, I just but, don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, think, I, think, I think you can do it. I just think it's mean-spirited. And I think it is... Uh, it is a thing that feels bad. Even when you're doing it and you get it, <laughs> upon getting it, you don't feel, yay, I feel accomplished relief it. that you got it. You feel relief that you didn't miss it. Yeah. And that's different from feeling happy that you accomplished it. I completely it. agree. So it is, a, it, is, it is the reverse of what your intent as a game designer should I think be. The, I think the ideal situation would be elusive targets as is with one change. Once all the content is out for that game, they just throw out. They, they they just toss in all the elusive targets as extra missions, right? However they go, you want to hey, do it. Hey, did you play this game through the whole year? Right. That means when you were oh man, elusive targets coming out. It's a big excitement. But did you buy it as the game of the year edition on sale for twenty dollars? It's just an extra mission series of missions. Or fuck, it, sell it for two dollars or five dollars or whatever the fuck. Like do whatever. Put it put in there, but make it available. Yeah. That's it. Don't have this like no fuck if, you. If Capcom actually. sold all those fucking costumes, mm-hmm. like you can earn them during the event, and then three months later they go up for sale. Yeah, that would have been fine. It would have uh, been fine. I'm still of a mind that they're going to eventually, because it would be insane not to. Yeah, to make all this work and to make it literally there's two weeks to get this, and then no one will ever enjoy these assets again. That sounds nuts to me. Like, it might be a, all right, when the final version of the game comes out and everything's on the disc. Wait, they sell them right now? Oh, perfect. There you go. Great. So there you go. We talking about, you guys are talking about Street Fighter or are you guys talking about uh, Hitman? Which one? Which, wait, come on. Tell, tell us the game, <laughs> you fucks. Catch up to the future. SF5. There you go. They sell yeah. bundles. Perfect. Okay, see, good. See, problem solved. There you go. Yeah. They never said they wouldn't, but it definitely was like, they're gonna do this. It'd be too nuts if they did it. So yeah, good for that. Nero's like, five bucks. There you go, perfect. There you go. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and tell, and, t- and this is the really important part, tell people that'll be the case up front. So that if they miss it, they don't freak their shit. That's pretty important too. But, if they miss it and they freak their shit, that's a really good way to push engagement. So this is this is a tough one because it's about being evil or not being evil, but the money. I remember when I didn't get the Zarya that I wanted during the Olympics. Yeah, well, I got red Zarya. I didn't, but I wanted the white one. Well, that's you should have spent four hundred dollars on loot boxes. Dumbass. Yeah. 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 So don't be don't be mean, guys. <laughs> don't be mean. Reminds me of a Mark Brown video about uh, making games more compelling. And in the in the foreword, he makes a, a large distinction. I don't mean addicting. Addicting is using psychological tricks to make the player keep playing the game mm-hmm. by feeding on loss aversion yep. or Skinner box techniques. I'm talking about compelling, things that make people want to come back 100 yeah. percent. like i said the difference between the feelings you get upon accomplishing that thing it's relief or joy which is it if it's relief you might have fucked up you know and they'll play and like that's not going to send the person away but 
it'll send them away sooner than if they had felt joy in that moment. Yeah. And enough moments of anxiety and relief over what they're collecting or whatever the case is mm-hmm. will eventually just be like, this is taking a negative toll on me. I don't like this. This is bad. Mm-hmm. This is not fun anymore. This is not enjoyable. You know? Um, your Tomo and you're entering every tournament uh, and you're entering not to win because winning doesn't feel like anything winning is the norm it's the excruciating feeling of loss yeah. that you can't deal with yeah so yeah loss aversion Corey gaming shout outs that was a good thing that was a really really and mark brown over at games workshop true good games people, workshop is that his channel no it's not oh you keep talking i gotta find the name of that youtube channel i'm gonna be in japan i'll see you guys soon when I Game Maker's know. Toolkit, that's the one. Game Maker's Toolkit, yes, 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 true. Yeah. Games Workshop is miniatures. So yeah, uh, I'll be out, you know, uh, do some fun stuff, do some fun Take stuff. Take pictures of the stuff. Yeah, still figuring out uh, a couple of the nitty gritty details, but otherwise should be awesome. And I don't know how my schedule, it seems really, really tight. If I can make it work, I might go... Like hang out at an arcade or something somewhere some mm-hmm. night and be like, yo, if you're in this area. You should probably send out feelers for that first. See yeah. how many people would actually show up. Yeah, I'll do that. It's not like you, you know. But I don't I, even know if I have a night for sure. Yeah, either. I'm just saying like United States or Europe, that's one thing. But like. I ha- there have been a couple of people. There's been at least like a, f- a handful that have been like, yo, I live in Japan. Mm-hmm. What's up? But yeah, I'll put some feelers out just to see. Just to see how many people are actually out there. Um, you're going to give me the keys to let me in, right? Yeah. So I can do the podcast. Clearly. Yeah. I promise I won't rub my balls on everything in your house. You can promise anything and everything (laughs) and fuck right off while you're at it. All right. See you on the audio-only version of the podcast next week, everybody. Goodbye. I'll catch you in the future. That would be true even if you weren't going to Japan. (laughs)